Hello and welcome to the official NHA podcast. I am your interim host, Requiem. I am filling in for Proton Storm, who's busy filming the new PBS special series, Stuff I Get to Eat That Requiem Doesn't. Uh, not joining me this week is Dr. Kev. He is not here, believe it or not. He's busy eating breakfast with four Doctors Who, or Doctor Who's. I couldn't decide which way was the plural on that. So I'm instead of joining me... Simultaneously and neither, correct? Yeah. Is it, is, is it Doctor Who's or Doctors Who? Yes. Okay, fine. Anyway, instead of joining me this week, as you just heard, because this is our seasonal preview podcast, it's the man with the mystic eyes of trash perception, right, Zano? Hey, Also joining me this week, under threat of bodily harm if he didn't show up, is the Mama Luigi. I'm afraid. It's okay. I called out the snipers once you actually logged in. At least I think I called them off. Shit. Oh, shit. The ninjas. BRB. Is that what the red light in my room is I keep seeing? Yeah, don't follow the light. Okay. And also joining me is Gugsy. Yeah, but I, 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 yeah, I, I just turned off that red light right now, Rick, just so you know. Okay, good, good. He, he, mean, he can't suck anything. I mean, tell him to stand by just in case, you know, he leaves during oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that all reminds right. me. I have to go for something. Oh, yeah, you'll have to go, right? <laughs> Forever. Team one, team one, get back. anyway this is the spring 2023 uh preview episode so yay we're on to another new season of anime before we get into that some real quick housekeeping on our official blog the blog for which this podcast exists uh ostensibly uh, at anite.org or medium.com slash anite dash official we've only got two new articles since last time of course our uh, collab uh, recommendations for winter 2023 is still there. I still recommend reading that if you haven't. Also, our friend Dark Aether uh, introduced his new article series about Radiant, Radiant Memories. And anybody I don't think who he's knows, ever written about that before. Yeah, no, he, he no, hardly ever mentions one. Radiant, uh, un- except all the fucking time. Yeah. God knows that Aether loves Radiant. Find somebody who loves you the way Aether loves Radiant. You're basically being in a version of that show you on Netflix. Hard fight Vanguard. Oh, God, man. He does love Hard fight Vanguard. You know, and I respect it. I don't understand it, but I respect it. Anyway, so check that out. And then check out what I assume will be in a 500 article uh, series on that show. And the missing Dr. Kev uh, managed to squeeze in uh, in his Comic-Con time an article about Makoto Shinkai. And this covered uh, The Voices of a Distant Star, which is a terrible book. It's a good article, though, so you should read it. I don't like Makoto Shinkai. I think I've made that mentioned that before. And yeah, I think you have. He's, he's also very wrong, yeah. Yeah, that, that's generally the response I get, and that's fine. <laughs> Some of us just like the depressing stuff. shit. Some of yeah, us just like the depressing stuff, man. 
But he makes it's the same shit every time. It's like, oh, it's a supernatural teenage romance, but can they be together? Oh, it's time travel or doors in a different dimensions or don't you watch relative every space of life romance in a season? No, no, he's the one that watches that. all the action show and any boobs shows. Yeah, I watch uh, even, though the, even though they're the same thing every season. Yeah, it's action he's showing him with Let's, boobs or isekai. I watch both of those, so yes, yes. So I I like you're isekai. just making my point. Yeah, that I have good taste and you don't. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that was all we hit. Make sure to check out our blog over there at annotate.org. And uh, let's move on to spring 2023. Yay. 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 Spring is sprung. It sprung forward. I got our hour back. Spring's not the only one. (laughs) Depends how many thighs there are in this season. Lots. So I assume Ayakashi Triangle is going to run into this season now, right? Yeah, uh, that means we can talk about it here, too. Sweet. Let's talk about uh, how awesome the thighs are. In the leftovers. But it has to because it was like six weeks delayed. Yeah, I think they're just going to cut it and that's it because they thought they they realized it's no longer worthwhile to keep going. <clears throat> oh, I think what's going to happen is they're going to finish it, but it's not actually getting a second core, which is why it's not listed in the leftovers. They're just going to finish what was already slated. I don't think it was ever getting a second core. Right, which should. is why it's not in Leftovers, that's what I'm saying. It definitely should get a second core. Make a second core. In the manga, I mean, they finally by... introduced the actual Ayakashi Triangle. It's by the author of To Love Ru. Of course it's going to get a fifth core. Oh, fuck yeah. It's amazing how much better it is than To Love Ru. Well, let's not go that far. Okay. To Love Ru's great. I mean... It's not. Anyway... So you can follow along with us on AnnieChart.net. Make sure you sort it alphabetically and in English, because that's how we're doing it. Now, every time we do this, something changes on the Annie Chart, where they add a show or delete a show or change the title, and it doesn't end up being exactly the same as it was. If that happens, I apologize. This is accurate as of today, which is a Sunday. Yeah, when is, when is today? Who knows? We'll get back to you on that. We don't know, but it's accurate as of today, yeah, mid-March. tomorrow and the day after yesterday. Yeah, March Madness is still going on, if that helps you with marking time. All right. So our first thing from Asahi Productions is A Galaxy Next Door. Ever since their father died, Ichiro Kuga has struggled to support his two younger siblings on nothing but a small inheritance and his passion for drawing manga. But it's become harder. It's becoming harder to keep up with his growing responsibilities and deadlines, especially after his last two assistants quit to follow their dream. Just as he's nearing his breaking point, the beautiful and scarily competent Shiori Goshiki applies to become his new assistant. But there's something almost otherworldly about Goshiki, and soon Kuga finds his reality turned upside down when, when she suddenly declares them engaged to marry. Yeah, there you go. I think it could be pretty good. Yeah, there's your slice of live comedy. Ray, are you familiar with this manga? I'm not, actually. Oh, wow. Wow. This is a surprise. Um, The description reminds me a little bit with him raising his siblings. It sounds a little bit like uh, Girls Listen to Your Father. Oh, God, I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Especially with the, you know, random other person in the same line of work except that theirs was a student uh showing up i don't know yeah i'm looking at i'm looking at the the, sorry go ahead gugsy 
I just was, I, I clicked on the studio and it, it doesn't look very promising what they've done. I mean, they've done some things, I guess, but it's very, I guess they, they're doing ours right now. That ours mecha show. Yeah, I, that, I don't, that I show's great. Yeah. The giant beast of ours. Peach it's great. Boy, Peach Boy Riverside. Oh my God. Uh, I love did, Peach Boy Riverside. They did Izetta. Yeah, that started out pretty good. They we don't talk about Medica the ending. Box. They did yeah. Medica Box. I like Medica Box. You're wrong. Uh, all right. Anyway, moving on from Studio Nomad is Alice Gears Aegis Expansion. Make sure you capitalize expansion and nothing else. Centuries ago, mankind abandoned planet Earth after the Vice, a race of mechanical aliens on the web. The Vice, okay. Drove them from their home into a life adrift in space. Now resigned, the starships forged to pieces of Earth's shattered moon. The final hope for humanity lies in the hands of actresses. Young women born with the ability to wield the only weapons that can harm the Vice. Alice Gears. Mechanical suits that can finally turn the tide against the alien. Oh, it's a video game. Okay, that makes I was going to say, this sounds like a video mm-hmm. game. It is. That also sounds terrible. I'm pretty sure it's a gacha game. Oh, God. Oh, I almost it looks to like it. I think we can skip it. Um, if it makes you feel any better, the same studio did another uh, OVA based on this property back in 2021 that was a summer thing. The cover image has all of them in skimpy swimsuits. Ah, oh, there we go. Mm. I've seen nothing. Now suddenly, yeah, does, Requiem and Luigi are interested now. Well, I mean, there is a, a, a dark-skinned girl with huge tits in the key image, so it did catch my attention. I also noticed that. Yeah. It just sounds kind of like Titan AE, but with, you know, gotcha girls. This is the studio behind Jashin Chan Dropkick, so it could be good. I mean, I did like that. I don't know. Yeah, like, video Jashin game. Chan Dropkick had a decent source, and this is a gotcha game. Yeah, gotcha game anime, or I mean, one of them has been good, right? Precon, well, and that's about there's, it. There's been one studio that does it well, and that's Psy Games, and even they're not 100%. Like one one uh dev studio, game dev studio that has their stuff turn out good. Yeah. And even they have Manaria Friends, which is the most boring anime I've uh, ever watched this side of Sound Euphonium. Hey. And they had it's boring. Blue, which I love Grand Blue, but <clears throat> good god that early story is not interesting at all. I still kinda like that show. It's okay. I, I like how it looked. Alright, so moving yeah. on. From Nippon Animation is Ao Nor Orchestra, which is like Blue Orchestra, right? Something like that? Yeah. Hajime Aono was a prodigy violinist until he drew he grew jaded with playing the violin during a Oh my god, it's like a sports anime. It's always the same yep. setup. Mm-hmm. Until he grew jaded with playing the violin due to personal reasons. Now in his third year of middle school, he struggles to decide his academic path whenever it's gonna involve violin. One day in school, he meets Ritsuko Ak- Akine, a hot-headed novice violinist, wants to enroll in a high school, the Distinguished Orchestra Club. When he finds himself getting closer to Ritsuko and being brought back into the world of violinists, time starts moving again for him. This is the beginning of a youthful drama where sounds and hard to like resound in harm. Jesus Christ. It's every fucking sports anime yet again. It's um, every band I'm, anime, too. I'm going to go out on a limb and just put out here my speculation his personal reasons for getting jaded with the violin he got his junk caught in the bow <laughs> i mean that's a good reason 
right? I wouldn't play it anymore. That's if you probably get your junk, more interesting than whatever the show has. If you get your junk cut in the bow of a violin, which is supposed to play on your shoulder, I'd be very curious as to what you were doing wrong or how long your junk is. Like a cello, I could see, maybe. So I, I, I double-checked, and the Ritsuko character is the girl in the brown hair in the, in the key image, so I can, you can already see how this is going to play out. Mm-hmm. This sounds this like a is- Luigi show. It, I was going to say, I think I'll watch this. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a bunch of kids playing music. You love that stuff. I do. Oh, no euphonium. Yeah, yeah the show would this would uh, live or die with me based on the, the quality of the music that they put out. Like, um, if they're doing some like, like really good uh, classical pieces. But if it's just like generic, you know, whatever background music, I'm going to I'm going to quit it immediately. Oh, God, what? What show was it that absolutely butchered classical music and Kingsley was like mad at Classiloid? Classic classic Classicaloid. Classicaloid, yeah. that's yeah. the yeah. one. Yeah, that's I hate I hated that. <laughs> that could, I was I remember being furious when they went into like the big production number and then the classical music had like this it was like this terrible DJ version. I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It could have been so cool. That show made me so mad. Yeah. To be fair to Ao No Orchestra, I mean, you could execute that, you know, just a few twists and, and good character work. It could be a good show. I mean, I don't know. It just is a boring setup. But then Kodo, yeah, but- Kono Ota Tomorrow or Tomare, Tomare, that's what it was. Yeah. The one where they played the Kodo. That had kind of a boring setup, but I love that show. That's true. So. That was really good. Did it ever get Again, a second season? But- no, it never got a second season, which is infuriating. Lame. Again, the the difference between the music shows and the or the band shows and the sports shows is that the band shows have to have good music, and like you'd think that would be obvious, and yet, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes they forget to do that. Right. I mean, it's it's not just the band shows that do that. There was that one show. Um, I I forget the name of it. Uh, but it was a a fantasy show, and it was all about this this girl who could uh had had. A, magical singing voice and like it was explicitly stated like episode one that she's the only one that can create new songs for different effects that people haven't already heard and know what they do and then they played nothing but the same song every fucking time she opened her mouth every oh my god was that, was that healer was that yeah, was it the healer girl, girl thing uh no it was um was there were more than one really healer good. girl in there right? yeah but there was more than one singer in a healer girl right yeah, yeah, no, it's not that one. Um, something, something, wonderful world. No idea. Uh, no, the, nah, the world is still in. beautiful. Oh, oh, oh I, I, I remember that. That show one. sucked. Yes, it did, and that and was, it was my creepy. Big thing with it. It had a weird, creepy Shota vibe too. Yeah, it was bad. All right, well, moving on to something that's great. Birdie Wing Golf Girl Story Season 2. Fuck yes. Uh, yes. I dropped the first season of that show. <laughs> what? So did I. <laughs> oh my god, what is wrong with you? This show was fantastic. I, I, I fell behind and I was like, eh. It's yeah, the exact same thing happened to me. Like, yeah, I don't really, really it's care too much about shop. this. Well, what they're saying is that they both retreated with bogeys. The <sighs> thing is that I love golf and I love gay. And this is gay golf and you'd think I'd be into it, but I was like, meh. 
it's not even just Yuri Golf. It's Yuri Golf, but also like secret underground golf games sponsored by the mafia and evil VR golf. It's everything. It's fantastic. Blue bullet. Yeah, what I was hearing about it sounded like it was a, a Shonen Battle manga via the it is. of Yuri Golf. It is. It's a Yuri Golf Shonen manga, and it's fucking awesome. I just remember the animation was kind of sucky too. Yeah, it wasn't a hundred percent, but it was. It was so ridiculous. I mean, it's bad. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was so much fun though. Like, ah, oh, you gotta watch that. Anyway, we don't get a description for that. Obviously, it's just season two of Birdie Wing. I mean, if you like watching Birdie Wing and is continuing, it doesn't need a fucking description. If you need, if you need underground mafia lesbian golf, this is your one stop shop. Yeah, the amount of times I, I've even on this podcast that I've said I wanted a golf anime, and then we finally get one, and I'm just kind of eh. All right, sure. Not like this. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my croquet anime. The croquet anime. <laughs> I, it can work. They make women's golf work. They make it, it can make it anywhere. They can make a WNBA. You just got to yeah. involve the mafia in secret underground basketball games and, and you know, Yuri. Um, isn't that just Space Jam? No, I, I meant good, though. Space Jam is good. <laughs> Whoa, the, fir- whoa, the first whoa, Space whoa. Jam was good. The second one is an abomination. Oh, yes. okay, okay. I was going to yeah, say, no, we're going to go what? off the rails completely if you go down this road. Fuck Space Jam. Let's have an anime of Charles Barkley Shut Up and Jam Gaiden. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be great, actually. <laughs> the Chaos Dunk. Okay, so let's skip these next two. These are kids' animes and get to... Dead Mount Death Play by Steve Hold on, Keith this Toys. one is Chibi Godzilla. You can't skip that. Okay, fine. There's also a, a, a Chibi Godzilla by, no by a studio called Pie in the Sky. Yeah, it's I, called I, Chibi that's Godzilla. That's what I was waiting for. Pie in the it's Sky, Chibi Godzilla. Yeah, but there's no description. It just says Source Other. It has no fucking What synopsis. else do you need to know? It's Chibi Godzilla. That's true. I do love I can see Chibi Mecha Godzilla in there, too. Yeah, looks, I see a Chibi... Godzilla, a Chibi Mecha Godzilla, a Chibi Mothra, and a King Ghidorah. Oh yeah, I'm not sure who the other one is. There's the Mothra twins too. That's a good. That's a deep cut. Anyways, this will never come to the West, but it looks probably not. Although there is a pretty significant Godzilla following here, so maybe. Uh, Yeah, but that Godzilla following is the wrong age demographic for this. Maybe we'll get a Chibi Godzilla from the Matthew Broderick movie. Oh yeah, it's underrated. You mean you mean the one that sucks? Yeah, the one that sucks. Because <laughs> they didn't have an Asian guy going, "Let them fight." That was the key to the new movies. Sorry, All right, getting back to from? yes, that's what that meme is from. Uh, Dead Mount Death Play by Geek from Geek Toys. All right. What a great title. It's a showdown for the ages as the legendary hero takes on the corpse god necromancer. But when the dust settles, something isn't quite right. In the final moments of their epic confrontation, the corpse god's final gambit shot was wholly unexpected. Reincarnation magic. That's unexpected. Except not. Across space and time, a boy named Polka Shinomi. His name is Polka. Polka Polka. A, a boy named Polka Shinomiyama. Awakens feeling not quite himself. Who could have expected that the climactic battle between good and evil would turn out like this? What the fuck? I, the the main character looks like the the dude from My Hero Academia dyed half his hair. 
Really? I, I thought the, the main guy looks like the, the character from Persona 4. <laughs> oh, not good call. No, no, he doesn't have nearly enough swag. He lacks the swag, but this sounds um also, bad. Would you believe yeah, this doesn't sound good. Character I know of named Polka? Really? There's another character named Polka? Yes. Uh, that one's a girl, though. That would make it slightly less. Uh, that, do you know this one, Rates? No. No. I've never heard of it. I feel like something this ridiculous should have crossed my radar at some point. I would have bounced off of this immediately had I seen... If that eye catch would have been the, the manga cover, I would have gone, nope. Dead man. I mean, you know, the corpse god necromancers. I mean, obviously I'll watch it. At least the first couple episodes. <laughs> of course you will. But I don't think it's going to be uh, good. No. Hopefully it's really bad in the, the amusing way. What, so you can not write about it again? I write about things. You should stop being bitter what? just because I was Even a month and a half words. Right, Zeno used to run the Golden Slain Awards, and he's still mad at me about one time where I was a month and a half late with an entry. One time? That was the only time I was that late. The problem yeah, with the, the Golden Slains was that you had to rewatch terrible, terrible anime to write about them. No, you and it didn't. was hard sometimes. No, you didn't. I did. Maybe you did, because your memory sucks, old man. Yeah, it's shot to hell. <laughs> My memory is like... Uh, I wrote half Scott that Bacula. without ever having watched it, just from what the others who had watched it had said about it. Yeah, I, I, my memory is like Scott Bakula in Quantum Leap, man. It's just Swiss cheese. You know what? Get, get, getting back to this one, Quantum I think... Leap. It was a TV <laughs> show. Remember TV? Okay, no, oh, man. never heard no, of no, it. No, back in bad. the Dark Ages. Fucking Zoomer. <laughs> yeah. Hey, getting, getting back to this, this show. Yes, going back to this show. Do you have something to say about yeah. Dead Mount Deathplay? I, I just was no. I, like some of these shows can look like they're bad, but they could be entertaining. This one just looks like it's going to be bad and boring. Bad, just bad and bad. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's one of bad the ones you can really tell by the poster. Yeah, bad and, and boring. Of course, great? is always the worst op. Is always the worst outcome. But, oh man, they did the studio just did Ningen Fusion or Adventures that Don't Believe in Anything Will Save the World. And the animation of that is so horrible. Like is it's it completely really? Yeah, it's awful. Um, to be fair, the manga version of that one is also boring. Yeah. Well, this one is just the animation is bad. They did oh, do Data also, Life 4, though. This yeah, Dead Mount Deathplay is getting two cores. Oh, of course uh, it is. What? what? Of course oh, it they is. also did Plunderer. Goodbye. Next. <laughs> yeah, that's all I need to know. There's your bad and boring show. Okay, let's move on <laughs> to something more important. Yes. Yeah, we got a bunch next, of sequels right here. Coming up next is a show that you may have already seen the first episode of in theaters if you fell for their cash grab like Doc Kev did. It's Demon Slayer, the Swordsmith Village arc. I'm hyped for this. Yeah, I, I really liked the last season of Demon Slayer. So did I. People complained about it, but I thought like the, the, there was like a five-episode action sequence, and it was amazing. It yeah, was I like think some it's, of the I, coolest action I've ever seen in an anime. Yeah, I, I, for me, I think it's the fact that it was five episodes long that <laughs> that took that me was, out of it. It was so great, though. Like the character design, yeah, but, everything. It's so colorful that the action scenes are so amazing. Uh, get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a nice tight thirty seconds. Yeah, Gugsy yes. just, every anime, there's just Gugsy from Monty Python going, "Get on with it." 
You've been talking for three minutes. And yet, okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you're gonna you're gonna yell at Demon Slayer, get on with it. Says the man who likes you know, Legends of the Galactic Heroes, the slowest moving show ever created. You know what? Yeah. Good taste is good taste. Ooh. Ouch. Jesus. <laughs> the show where they spend the whole episode is you're rattling off names and, and talking about stuff instead of doing it. And you're gonna yell at Demon Slayer for not getting on with it? How dare you, sir? How dare you? On any list, this is the number one hype show of the season. Well, yeah, you'd expect so. And the number two show of the season. I mean, Demon Slayer is just like a giant steamroller of money at this point. It is. Like, in all ages, like, all kids I know are, like, all about Demon Slayer. It's huge. Which, I mean, you know, if you're going to be into something, that's a good anime to be into, I guess. Yeah. Okay. It's a great entry level anime for hipsters to say they hate. It is a very it's a gateway anime. You know, it's the DBZ of its era. Mm-hmm. All right, so moving on. Wait, so if Demon Slayers is the DBZ of its era, where the hipsters say they hate it, what's the Cowboy Bebop of the era where all the hipsters say they love it? I think you're about to answer that, aren't you? God, I hope not. No, please no. It is definitely not this anime. Dear God, no, no, shit. no. <laughs> Next is Dr. Stone New World, which is the third season of Dr. Stone, a show that shouldn't have gotten a second season. Dr. Stone frustrates me so much because I hated the first half of the first season, and then as soon as they went to the village um, and introduced all the new characters, I like only started to like it, and I was like, shit, I don't want to like this, but I do. <laughs> I really do. And then so season two was Cowboy, really good. Rather than Cowboy Bebop, Dr. Stone sounds like the bleach of its era. Yeah. <laughs> Does it have a bunch of filler arcs that don't go anywhere? Does it have a bound arc? No, I mean, like, it, it has a good second half of the first season, and maybe a, a couple good episodes after that, and then it falls off a cliff. Yeah, I mean... I... I was actually kind of like Luigi where I really, really hated the show. And then it got to the village and I started to like it a little bit more, but then that art kind of kept dragging and I failed. I just completely dropped the show because I was like, I don't fucking like any of these characters or the, just, the characters I like aren't getting enough screen time. Yeah. And I really, I still think like Senku is like the worst. I He's really don't, worst. I really don't like him, but. The rest of the show. And he's the main character. Now. I know. And he's the main character. He gets all the screen time. Because he's such a smarmy, know-it-all douche. It's actually kind of my, the same problem I have with... One of the big problems I have with My Hero Academia is, like, my least favorite character is the one who's always on screen. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I, I, so... I hate, him for, I hate him for the same reason. And we have another on, sequel. And then moving on. Now, this I'm hyped for. It's oh, Eden Zero... Yes. Second season, which I assume will be on Netflix like season one was, I really, really liked the first season of Eden Zero. And I don't even I didn't like Fairy Tale, which is obviously just it's the same guy remixing his characters in sci fi right. instead of magic. Yet but, again. Yeah. But I, I liked it so much better. I didn't expect to like Eden Zero, but the first season was so fun and the animation was really good and everything about it was like great. I'm very excited for this new season. 
I was also very surprised to like it because, like I said, I didn't really like Fairy Tale that much. But I was, I so I went and I was just like, "What the?" It was like in between seasons, I think. And I was like, "What the hell?" Let me watch this. I was like, "Fuck, I really like this. This is really good." I'm surprised that I don't know what he what he did to tweak this formula just enough that it ended up being really fun. I really liked it. They truly do not shy away from Rebecca being just eye candy in every episode. <laughs> the first. The, that first she episode is, where like he jumps on her and just grabs her tits. It's just like she is truly what we would call a genetically engineered waifu. Well, pretty much, yeah. But the the show leans into that really hard, which makes it really so it's fun. Fire Force too, a little bit, honestly. But with but, that, like, a little Rebecca, better sense of humor also, about it, she also has some depth, like depth to her too. Like she's not just fan service. They just she's in a different outfit every episode that definitely highlights her assets. Yeah, the the, the manager actually manages to get into like a new miniskirt every couple episodes. But I'll say this: I think Rebecca is a lot more useful than her her fairy tale clone uh, Lucy. She's yeah, a lot more useful I, to the actual action. I've never watched fairy tale, so I can't recommend it. All I remember of Lucy is that her entire existence hinged on the other characters she brought in. The, the zodiac whatevers and right she was a summoner so her only real right. use in, in any situation was to summon somebody else who would do the job for her right and like half of those were fucking useless even within their niche yep which is fine as a, like a gag but like, she was a main character right and it's like natsu the the dragon guy had to keep bailing her out all the fucking time and they got it got right old. There, there's a reason that urza took the spotlight every fucking time she showed up yeah, I'm I'm kind of glad that her character is a little more scarce in uh, in Eden Zero. But anyway, that's coming out. That's hype. Skip the next one and go to Hell's Paradise from our friends at Mappa. So it'll probably be good, but it was produced by Slave Labor. Let's see. The Edo period is or Edo. Sorry. The Edo period is ne- ending, nearing its end. Gabimaru, a shinobi formerly known as the strongest in <laughs> Iwaga Kure. Is, why are you laughing? Because anytime in any of these descriptions, as soon as they say formerly known as the strongest, I'm like, oh no, Isekai. Mm, <laughs> it doesn't look, it doesn't look like it, but that's those are, those are buzzwords. Isekai. It's not. Shinobi, it, yeah, let me read it. Let's see where it goes. Uh, Shinobi, formerly known as the strongest in Iwaga Kure, who is now a death row convict. Yeah, I, I, uh, you got caught coming across the border, right? is told that he will be acquitted and set free if he can bring back the elixir of life from an island that is rumored to be the Buddhist pure land, Sukabari. Okay. In hopes of reuniting with his beloved wife, Gabimaro heads to the island along with the executioner, Yamada Asaman Sagiri. Upon arriving there, they encounter other death row convicts in search of the elixir of life, as well as a host of unknown creatures, eerie man-made statues, and the hermits that rule the island. Can Gabimaru find the elixir of life on this mysterious island and make it back home? Yeah, you know what? This actually sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, I actually, I, I know I laughed about the, about the formerly known as, as the strongest, but you know what? Uh, I, this this one, I'll, I'll give an episode. I mean, it kind of sounds really like a death game, me, but it is. It totally sounds like a death game. Yeah, you don't know this one. You don't have read this manga either, right? No, I have not. Man, we were batting a zero for this episode. Don't worry, we'll get there. Yeah, but it actually, it sounds like a death game. But it actually sounds like like Mappa knows how to do action. This could be pretty good. 
Why doesn't this sound interesting to you, Luigi? It just doesn't seem really like my thing. The the I mean, no poster, one's playing euphonium. So that's true. Yeah, that's true. The poster gives me like, um, what was that show? Tokyo Revengers vibes, and I never watched that either. So, no, really, I love Tokyo Revengers. Um, if it's good, if you guys, if all of us think it's good, I might check it out. But eh. you wait for feedback on that one. Yeah, I'll wait for feedback on this one. <clears throat> All right, the next one is from Linden Films or Leiden Films. I don't know why I always put an N there. Insomniacs After School. Uh, Ganta Nakami is a high school student who suffers from insomnia. <clears throat> one day he meets Isaki Magari, a girl with the same condition. A strange but special relationship forms as they share a secret and catch up on their sleep in the school's abandoned observatory. So it's like Call of the Night. We just had this show. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we just had this. (laughs) It's Call of the Night, but about astronomy? That's probably worse, let's be real. I don't know. Could be good. Could be a fun setup. Yeah, it could be a fun setup. Could be cute. I mean, he says with an eye catch that doesn't show any characters. It's by Lightning. It just shows a telescope. There are two characters. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're sitting against the telescope. And a cat. Oh, there's a cat, so we're good then. Oh, it's okay. Violent. It's just that on Anna's chart, the, the info thing is covering them. Okay. And it's by Leiden Films, and they... Oh, they did Call of the Night, so they're just returning to what they Oh, ah, okay, yeah. And they did Goblin Slayer. And Bastard. So, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm here for it. Yeah, Leiden Films does good stuff, so... I'm intrigued. Their stuff, Y'all, at the very least, always looks good. Yeah. Y'all just let me know if it's any different from Call of the Light. Because <laughs> this, is, this is too similar. Well, I mean, it doesn't seem to have any vampires in it, probably. Yeah, well, so it does I, say you know, they have a secret. So maybe one of them could be a vampire. Yeah. Their secret is that one of them is a telescope. Nice. <laughs> oh, my God. I, hope that, I really hope that's actually it. I, re- I, I desperately want it to be that. They transform. I highly doubt it. Don't crush my dreams. Uh, this next one looks like, like it's like a right sign was written all over it. Yeah, I was gonna say, right, yep. are you familiar with the English title yes, for this? Because I, I don't have to pronounce this. Um uh, let me think of it for a second. it's convoluted. Uh, it's yeah, it's very long. Along, it's something along the lines of uh I got a cheat in in another world and thus became unparalleled in the real world. This is gonna suck, let's skip it. <laughs> no, it's actually it's actually decent. Okay, this. wait, here it is. I got a cheat ability in a different world and became extraordinary even in the real world. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, okay. there you go. Anything with right. Isekai and cheat in the title, I'm just going to assume is like hot garbage trash. Yeah, and that's why you miss the best shows every season. Excuse me, name yep. one. Uh, Isekai Cheat Magician? You're right. Isekai Cheat Magician, uh, Strongest Exorcist. Born to reborn to master the blade, uh, eminence and darkness, eminence of shadows. Are- yeah, I did watch eminence that one. Shadow is legit one of the best things out there. All right. So anyway, a mysterious door stands open, inviting a boy who's been brutally bullied all his life to take a courageous of step course. forward into the unknown. On the other side, he finds a horde of priceless artifacts and a world as filled with magic as it is with monsters. The most shocking revelation, however, is that he can bring whatever he wants back with him when he returns to Earth. It won't be long before his double life changes him forever. Okay. Hey, at least the going back and forth thing, that's a little bit different than a standard Isekai. Yeah. Although we just did that this last season. Like, 
I I don't feel bad for spoiling like the first ten minutes of the the thing. Go um, for it. He finds a door in his basement that leads to an isekai. So and in the he, basement, is there also like the secret of the titans or? Uh no. He um. The 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 place it's connected to is this secret hideaway in the like ultra dangerous post game dungeon forest that belonged to this hermit who is now dead, but like dude was the strongest person in the world at one point and left all his shit to whoever finds it. This so I, just, that just makes it sound like now, it, this is going to be a mean spirited revenge drama. Yeah, yeah I mean no, it could also be like. Yeah. A, <laughs> Here's it could be like thing. Isekai Uncle, too. Here's the thing. Um, when they talk about being brutally bullied, they're not... <clears throat> um, he he starts off as that ugly fat ass that I'm sure you're imagining, but instead of being a dick like Rudy was in his previous life, um, this dude was actually just trying to get along, just literally just trying to survive. Uh, he, he doesn't have a mean bone in his body. He he wishes no harm on any of the people that did anything to him. He just wanted to be left alone. And he retains that kindness and that gentle nature even through all of this. And, it like, yeah, there's the, the typical isekai overly... Uh, humble stuff but like he's he remains genuinely a good person and like that's that's really rare even among the ones that are you know oh he's he's a nice guy and whatever no this is he's he's actually a decent dude okay knowing that i might give it a chance but yeah this i I have lots of lots of red flags are going off for me on this about you know just the the nature of these these sorts of things where oh yeah he's bullied and now also it's a cute puppy and a cute slime if i remember right does he get a cute girl uh several several. girls no cute girls absolutely none Um, not a single one several several on both sides Oh, oh, both sides. Holy. Oh, there you go. Yeah, roll on, Chad. All right, so next, uh, oh, and they, hey, hey, an isekai. Mm-hmm. Next, we have summoned to another world for a second time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was once a hero who was summoned to another world, and he saved that world. All right, show's over. <laughs> Let's move on. How, yeah, however, the man was caught in a trap and was forcibly returned to his original world. On top of that, he had to start over as a baby. That's some bullshit. This is the story of a crazy journey in another world where a former hero who is reincarnated into a slightly gloomy high school student is re-summoned back to the original world. There's a lot of room to work with, but it's the second time, huh? This guy, if I was this guy, I'd be extremely pissed. This one is hilarious. This dude is so done with everybody's shit on both sides. Is it like... Um, a comedy? I'd be so oh. upset if that was this guy. Yeah, it's very, it's very clearly a comedy. Oh yeah, it's definitely it's tag a comedy. comedy too. Um, it's been like ten or fifteen years. I think I like he was reincarnated immediately after, uh, they after that trap was set off. So like he became a baby literally that moment, and as near as I can tell, the flow of time in the two worlds is the same. So yeah, it's been like fifteen, sixteen years since he was there, and like. A lot of people knew him, but he doesn't look anything like the the person he was. Um, so he 
spends a lot of time either um, evading detection or purposely uh, having to prove that he is that guy to people he wants to know. Um, for everybody that liked darkness in uh, Konosuba, there is a character here for you. Go on. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting. There, there's a there's a female knight who uh, trained under him and was trained by him. Uh oh. Oh I mean, yeah, it's. I mean. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm here. I'm here for it. I I know this is supposed to be a comedy, and it probably would be pretty funny. And guessing from right, Zeno, it, 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 I think it's going to be. We're going to find it pretty funny, but. Are we so out of ideas that now we're going to? Get, oh, so you got isekai'd, but now you got isekai'd again. We're, we're um, next. We're going to at least it's some have, variation, you know. Uh, you joke. Is it the, we, it's the last variation. God, Gugsy, Gugsy, you're way behind. There's already several series where they've been isekai'd so many times they're fucking tired of it, and in some cases can interfere with the process because they're that powerful now. Oh my god, we're so dumb. There's no no new ideas. No new ideas. No, it's completely fucking cyclical. Um Imagine getting Isekai for your fifth time and you're just like, no, no, fuck you, fuck your demon lord. No. That that is exactly what happens, except I think it was like the seventh by the time the story starts. Sp- speaking of Isekai with no good ideas. Yeah, speaking of Isekai with one joke, it's oh, in another hell world yeah. with my smartphone. <laughs> Part two, and I want to just put it on the record that I am outraged that this show got a second season and not an Osbury treasure still does not have a second season. <laughs> How fucking dare you, Japan? It's hot garbage. How hot do you like garbage. this show? Of all the fucking isekais, why this one? It's so stupid, and I just think it's so dumb that it wraps back around to being good. Rick, don't you like Fruit of Evolution? Yeah, the, Fruit of Evolution is way funnier than this. Shut the fuck up. Fruit of Evolution is hysterical. You, I, like, I, the, the, they, both it, of you are it, terrible. It, it, it waylaid its main character out of a fight so the other characters could fight by having him have severe runs. Like he had the Hershey squirts. That's how they took out their main character for an entire arc. That's the, that's the dill, that's the dill technique. Yeah, it's the old dill technique. Well, they call it the bathroom. I'm fighting for my life in here. The restroom, you mean? The restroom, I, right. It's not funny if I see a bathroom. You mm. can't even get the fucking joke right. Oh, my God. No wonder you like I'm so sorry. All right, right, right. So edit that part out. I hate all of you. Day one. And cut in. Why do they call it the restroom? Well, I'm fighting for my life in here. They see. Yeah, just cut that in, editor. I hate I all of you. Editor, don't cut it in and repeat his bad joke twice. <laughs> but, like, put some reverb on it or something. Yeah, boost the gain on it so it sounds really blown out. Why well, they call it the bathroom? I'm fighting my life in here. I'm sorry, Fruit of Evolution, especially the second season, is is super meta and very <laughs> and completely silly. And they had like an episode where the guy died and had to like work his way back, which was one of the most insane things I've ever seen. This side of low flops. So I don't know. This show I've always thought. Like, I thought the first season of Smartphone was just super mid. It is. It's extremely mid. Oh, it is. It's I love it. mid. What? Like, it has its charms, but, like, it doesn't do anything amazing whatsoever. My question was always, how is he charging his cell phone? Uh, magic. 
Um, Literally of charges off his MP. Yeah, okay. They explained that right sure. away. That makes perfect sure, no sense. Says. Anyway, so the next one, the translation of the title is What God Does in a World Without Gods. Oh, it's an isekai, people. Uh-huh. Yakito's parents are the leaders of a cult. After he gets sacrificed, ouch, he gets reincarnated into another world where religion doesn't exist and porn books are akin to a child's doodles. I don't know. What does I that mean? Either that they're poor quality or that, like, because there's no religion, there's no morality, and nobody stops kids from asking about it. Mm. He finds that I it's also... I haven't, I haven't read this. It sounds stupid. Really? It sounds like you're going to think. He finds that there's also a world where your life and death is decided by the country. What a crazy idea. While obstructing his friend's execution, both of them lose their lives. Just at that moment, the god of his religion comes to their world and revives them. Sure, what the hell? Yeah, that sounds stupid as shit. Oh no, it could it could be a funny idea. The god of his religion from his original world? Yeah, the god, whoever god he was worshiping, crazy parents were were worshiping here, popped over there to help him out. Yeah, I. I it's a th- comedy. I, no, and I, 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 and the, and the other thing is, I know that Japan has kind of a thing with, well, not just Japan, I should say, but there are, you know, lots of really cult religions going on out there, and to like, kind of make this sort of a lighthearted joke thing. I, I don't, I'm not down with this at all. No, some of those are really seriously bad. Really, things. yeah. This is this is in very bad taste. Yeah, I'll probably still watch it. Yeah, right, moving on. I mean. So is all the slavery shows, but that's true. We got they got an anime for Harem in a Labyrinth of Another World, which was he bought sex slaves and had sex with them with no guilt whatsoever. So like the bottom of the barrel is pretty low. Yeah. Would you believe that's actually one of the better ones of that type? No, and I'm moving on because I don't want to dwell on that. Uh, from Sunrise, believe it or not, Sunrise made a Gundam show. It's uh, Gundam Witch for Mercury Season 2. Splat. Splat. <laughs> That's all we gotta say. We First gotta pick up right, right where it left off, where she slipped in some blood and said, ooh, I'm so clumsy. Why her, why her girlfriend was in shock. Hopefully they'll turn up the Yuri a little bit. <laughs> the First splat. season... I presume Splat is to uh, Witch of Mercury as Twizzlers is to Muv Love. Pretty much. Only not quite as severe. <laughs> like, you could put it on broadcast television. The first season left us in a really interesting spot, so season two, I think, is going to be really good. Yeah, I'm really interested to see where it goes. Like, it's kind of hard to get to shift from where it left off back to like high school hijinks. They're gonna, it's going to have to be a little more serious in the second half, I think. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, Gundam's never it, done it, that before. It's also the <laughs> second season of a Gundam show, so. Yeah, so we're about to get to IBO, everybody fucking dies territory. That or yeah. Destiny. All right. Well, if you, if you watched the first season, and about a bunch of you did, you're probably going to watch the second season. Second season should be better, although less fun, is, is kind of my point. Okay, here's a story about uh, idols, so we'll skip that. 
Uh, well, not exactly. Fine, I'll read it. It's worse. Kazuna no Alil. Alil? Like Alil. Oh, okay, that makes sense. This is a story about the bonds between girls. Kazuna Ai appeared like a comet in the virtual world. Oh, this is a pizza show. It's about virtual idols. Uh, Becoming massively popular in the blink of an eye. After winning the Lapin d'Or, the highest order of the virtual grid awards, five years in a row, she disappeared as quickly as she came. Several months have passed since then. Aiden Academy is a school that specializes in training new talent who will make their debut in the virtual world. There, students, each with their own hopes and dreams, work hard every day. I want to be a virtual artist just like I. A young girl named Miracle, up there with Polka, enrolls in Aiden Academy with this conviction in her heart. There, she'll meet all kinds of people and make wonderful new memories with them as they each pursue their dreams. So it's a combination of a band show, Magical High School, and VTubers. Oh, man, Pizza's going to love this show. Right? I'm never going to come anywhere fucking near it. <laughs> it's custom made for him. It's very wit though, so along with I mean, wit does good stuff. MD? Yeah, I guess they're sharing stuff on it. I mean wit stuff's usually pretty good, but that just sounds awful. Uh yeah, but uh Signal MD is responsible for Platinum End, the Dragon Buys a House. Oh. Oh, Dragon Buys a House is the worst show. Uh oh god, I hated that show. Yeah, oh, the, the main character that was so excruciating. Yeah. Anyway, that show probably suck. Let's talk about what's next here. This is gonna be pretty cool. Oh hell yeah! So we have a spinoff of Konosuba, and it was just, you know God's explosion on this wonderful world, featuring Yunyun and Megumin, mm-hmm. Crimson Magic Clan members. Megumin and Yunyun are at the top of their class. They still have a lot to learn. Yunyuns began learning advanced magic, but Megumin has gone down a different path. The path of explosion. Despite being warned of its limited usefulness, Megumin believes explosion magic is the way for her to become a great voluptuous wizard, <laughs> and she won't be convinced otherwise. Okay, this, this is going to be great. great. That's going to be good. Well, it has failed her on at least one front. Yeah, there you go. Oh, no, man. Megumin, she moves a lot of merch. Is, this is like a prequel, I'm guessing, to the main series? It would have to be, yeah. I believe yeah. so, yes. It was a spinoff of the original light novel. So yeah. I'm assuming just like those light novels, they'll have to fix some issues with the adaptation. And but like, anyway, uh, actually yeah. maybe not because the big issue with the, the original light novel was aqua. And I don't think she's even going to show up here. Yeah. What's the, wrong with the, aqua? She was Everything. way more annoying in the original light novels, apparently like much worse, oh. much, much worse. Um, Think of it this way. Uh, the difference between Light Novel Aqua and Anime Aqua is a lot like the difference between original Dojin Nagatoro and Anime Nagatoro. That's a toned oh. down significantly. Yes. And also and it, made not to be a horrible bitch. I mean, Anime Aqua is pretty annoying anyway. Right. And I'm saying it's still that much of a difference. That's why I dropped it. But, you know. More Konosuba is always welcome. And if you're going to do a spinoff of Bayon any character, Megumin makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. And by Megumin, he means Union. Yeah, Union. Which and is her fine unions. because they're both in it. And her giant Unions. <laughs> I still love when she showed up to Konosuba and asks uh, Kazuma. Kazuma, you know, to have, you know, to knock her up, basically. He's like, okay. Doesn't even 
Doesn't even have fucking hesitate. Yeah, sure. Let's do it right now. You have time. Right, like my place or yours. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on is the hype show of the season, ladies and Kuma. gentlemen. It is time for Kuma 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 Bear, or as they call it in the scholarly community, Kuma Cube. Cubed. Punch Kuma Cube Punch, the second season of Kuma 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 Bear. Now, if you saw the scholarly work by our friend Dill on his YouTube page, you'll know that it's that Kuma 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 Bear is a work of unparalleled genius. Can you guys explain to me why you like this so much? Because I, 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 I've always seen you guys make memes about this, and I don't really understand what the show is about. Well, obviously the memes have taken a lot of life of themselves, but the show right. itself is just fucking adorable. Like she's an yes. OP isekai rolling around in a fucking bear suit, and it's cute as hell. It's just a cozy, like low-stakes, fun time. It is. It's, it's very chill. Um. It has, as Luigi would say, immaculate vibes. It does indeed have immaculate vibes. Mm-hmm. And it's got cute girls everywhere. And cute yeah. bears. Yep. Oh god, the bears are so fucking adorable. Holy shit, you have no idea. Yeah, so like, it's just cute girls in a cute bear suit with cute bears, you know, chilling out, having living her best isekai life. It's a great show. Like All right. It's everything eighty thousand gold wanted to be. Yeah. If you like, you know, slice of life isekai, but really, really cute. Like, what's what's to not like? Obviously, the memes have outsized the actual impact of the show, but that's just yeah. The, the the memes have yeah. But it's a great like outside of the memes. It's actually a really really good show. I mean, to be fair, she's a meme in universe, and like that hasn't really sunk in with her yet. I just uh, my favorite thing is when she pops up in a new town. People are like, "Oh crap, a bear!" And it's, just, it's obviously like a bear suit. Like, mm-hmm. it just kills me. Oh no, Kuma! No, no, it's just a suit. And like, like every really? time is she it? goes, every time she goes to a new town, she forgets about that. <laughs> She's like, "Oh right, me. that thing. It's been a while, huh?" She built her house. Her house is a bear. I just I literally everything she makes is bear shaped. She has no control over that. Everything she does is bears. And like <laughs> she she's mostly okay with it, but still kind of hates it. But like if she were to remove that that suit and all of its accessories, like she'd be completely useless. Ah, uh, so yeah. it's a suit. Okay. Yeah, most of most of her OP isekai powers are coming from the suit itself. So she has, she can't take it off. Like, it's it's not that she is incapable of taking it off. It's that if she does, there's consequences with a capital C. She does take it off a few times later on, though. Um, the the couple of times that she's not wearing the bear suit out in public, she's still wearing the gloves and boots. <laughs> okay, just a good time. In this, I hope that's in this season. I love to see her just walking around with the fucking gloves I on. I doubt it. I think it's pretty far forward. All right, next up, we have something kind of interesting. It's an original. I'm always fascinated by anime originals because you get a lot more story uh, experimentation that way. From somebody called Bybury Animation Studios is Maha Shoujo Magical Destroyers. So Magical Girl Magical Destroyers. Uh, Set in a dystopian near future where otaku culture in Japan has been obliterated by a mysterious organization known as SSC. Finally. Magical Girl... 
Yeah, finally, all the otaku are dead. Uh, Magical Girl Destroyers follows the misadventures of otaku hero. I already like this. A young revolutionary who loves otaku culture and anarchy, blue and pink. A trio of magical girls who admire him. Together, they struggle to create a world where you can say what you like about what you like as much as you like. You know what? I'm I'm 100% down. That sounds like it could be pretty um, good. This studio is the one behind uh, all of the quintuplet stuff. Just the um, okay. second, just the second season in the movie they did. Oh, is it okay? Um, they also did the Asia Lane uh, in 2019. Uh, can't really speak to that one. And Grisaya Phantom Trigger. Ah, there we go. Okay, now I'm back in. It seems like it could be pretty good. I mean, the only thing I have is why, why are two of, two of them named Blue and Pink, and the third one's named Anarchy? Because <laughs> she's Anarchy, baby. Blue, Pink, the third one's the Anarchy. Anarchy can be confined to your color-based naming scheme. Right. She's she's not conforming to the rest of the group. Of course, she's Anarchy. This kind of reminds me. There was was there a mecha show the, that was kind of like this a while back? It, it's much funnier that the main guy is named Otaku Hero. His name is Otaku Hero. That's incredible. Now this is exact. There was a Micah show just like this where they were defending otaku culture against an oppressive government. Um, but for some reason, the name of that show is escaping me. That's not the one with the wonderful front tails, is it? No, Diamondiller. No, no, not Diamondiller. I love oh, that show. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, the front, the penguins with the front tails. No, this was a uh, like he had like he had to run a mech, but he had to have a second pilot, and the second pilot was like a, there was a. You know, like an idol, and there was also like a, a hardcore, you know, shonen otaku and stuff like that. Anyway, this sounds uh, fantastic. I can't wait to see it. Anarchy. You know, up, up the, up the <laughs> otaku hero. Anarchy blue and pink. I hope there's a really, fourth one that's just they named Dave done that or something. the opposite way. They should have done blue, pink, and anarchy. Blue, pink, anarchy, and like Doug. That's what they need. Well, they All have right. Doug. That's otaku hero. Otaku hero! This show has to have a good OP. I really hope. Because it's just, it's begging for one. Okay, so next up from A1 is Mashley. Mashley? Mashley? Mashley, sure. Magic and Muscles. This is a world of magic. This is a world in which magic is casually used by everyone. In a deep, dark forest in this world of magic. So it's a world of magic, people. There is a boy who is single-mindedly working out. His name is Mash Burned Head. <laughs> I'm not Jesus Christ. Um, and he has a secret. He can't use magic in this world of magic. All he wanted to live of was course. a quiet life with his family. But suddenly people start trying to kill him one day. And he somehow finds himself enrolled in magic school. You know how you just sometimes end up enrolled in magic school? Happens often, said- like if I had a nickel. Yeah, seriously. There he sets his sights on becoming a divine visionary, the elite of the elite. Will his ripped muscles work against the best and brightest of the wizarding world, like Harry Potter? The curtain rises on this off-kilter magical fantasy, in which the power of being jacked crushes any spell. The so, manga you know, for like, this is supposed to be pretty again. good. So you've heard of this one? Uh, I yes, have, I yeah. have heard of it. I haven't actually read it. Um, first of all, so it's Black Clover again. I mean, kind of, yeah. Although this it's, sounds, a shonen jump, second, it's a Shonen Jump manga. It sounds so, funnier than Black Clover. There is an ancient Dungeons & Dragons meme. Um, it 
generally it's referred to as I cast fist. <laughs> um, there's a, a loophole in the rules involving wizards stacking up strength spells and becoming absolutely inhumanly jacked and just punching people to death rather than casting fireballs. Okay. And that's exactly what's going on here. So I mean, it, it kind of sounds it, funny. So it's I'll, what he's presenting it. himself as, if I remember right from what little I've heard of it. Um, like, everyone is assuming that he's using body-strengthening magic when, no, he's actually just that jacked. The power of being jacked crushes any spell. I mean, that this this concept has been done in anime and stuff before as well. Um, there's There's been a couple different ones where... Uh, the dude's magic power was literally just being jacked. Um, there's there's one I'm, that I know I can think of, but I can't remember the name of it or really any of the details. I have like a, a vague image in the back of my head, and I just can't get it out my mouth. But more importantly, the one that, that immediately comes to mind is uh, Magical Girl Pretty Bell, where like the the somebody throws the 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 stick at the intended Magical Girl and. In an attempt to protect her from, you know, what's about to happen, this fucking bodybuilder PE teacher grabs it out of the air and is like, no, you don't. Why would you throw such a thing at such a little girl not knowing what it is? And it turns him into a magical girl and all of his special attacks are bodybuilding poses that fire lasers from his muscles. Okay, see, that should have got an anime. Right? It's amazing. But this still sounds. I mean, his guy's name is Mash Burn Dead. It's so. I'm uh, I'm willing I've, to watch I've heard it. It's I like good. magic. I still like Magic High School. I've heard it's good. It's a one. It's worth a shot. All right, moving on from Tezuka Productions, it's Megami no Cafe Terrace or the Cafe Terrace Goddess, I guess. Yeah, goddesses of the or Cafe Terrace of goddesses. I don't know. Let's see. Hayato Kusakabe has been accepted to Tokyo University on his first try. Receiving news of his grandmother's death, he returns to his childhood home, Cafe Terrace Familia, for the first time in three years to find five strange girls there who claim to be grandma's family. Hayato's unexpected life in a seaside town with these five girls of fate begins here. Jesus. Oh, it's edgy. Okay, well, now I'm back in. Oh, baby. It's a rom-com. It's an edgy rom-com with five girls, and they're not even quintuplets this time. Yeah, this, okay. I, this is going to be perfect for the two of you, Wreck and Luge. I'm absolutely in. down. I'm so in. I'm just, I'm just I here was, for I the meme wars. So edgy. <laughs> That's a really boring concept until you make it edgy, and then it becomes interesting. There's, there's been several uh, fastballs thrown directly at Requiem and Luigi in a row, and now here's the next one for Gugsy. Here yeah, we go. I like, oh, I hell like yeah. the next one too. Why don't you go ahead, Gugs? Why don't you introduce this one? Oh, mix. Um, it's a it's a baseball anime, um, and it is awesome. Uh, it's it's not so much focused on baseball as some of the, as some other of your typical sports shows. Um, it has really good characters and has really good. Um, the, the animation is sort of simple, but it's clean, and the the art's really as as well as. Is is pretty simple, but it's very clean looking. Uh, it's it's this is best show of the season by far. This is one of those where the animation very 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 closely mimics the original art style of the mangaka. Yes, yeah, right. 
This, the first season of this was so good. Yeah, how long ago was the first season? Though? Wasn't this like four or five years ago now? Uh, three years I, ago? Two, two, three years ago, I think. Feels like a million years ago. How, yeah. how, accurate, how accurate is the baseball? I mean, it's, it's pretty accurate. Right? I mean, it's not it's like pretty, it's, not d- it's pretty understated. Like, it's there's no power moves there's, or no, there's no power moves. I mean, there are there are tech. dudes that are yeah. There's no powers, but there are guys in there that are super amazing, obviously, including yeah. our, our main our main duo. But it's like they're they're kind of coming into their own. Really, the ba- the backdrop of of mix is that this is this is actually a sequel to the Touch um, uh, anime that was hugely popular in the '80s. And basically, what what's going on is. Um, this these these kids are coming up, uh, kind of around like the thirtieth anniversary of their high school ever winning the like the the big high school national championship, oh, which is like a yeah, which is a huge deal in Japan. So they're like coming back, and everyone's like, oh, the, the, maybe this maybe the school is going to have a, a second rise again with these with these two dudes. Yeah, so it's kind of about legacy and how they grow up, and because they're all. Like the kids of the main characters of Touch, I believe, or something like that. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Like, were they all this? Yeah. Are they all related? Yeah. Well, they're no, that they're not really related. No, no, no. Okay, they're it, they're they're pulling some funny business with it. They're not really related. Right. Or maybe um, first, maybe one of them is. I can't the really first remember. Season of Mix was in 2019. Yeah, uh, yeah it's been a while because it was pre-pandemic. That's why it feels like it was 20 years ago. Right. Right. But uh, so, would you say it's better than Cross Game? Not yet. No, I wouldn't say that. I think I think Cross Game reached some heights that you know, it, it, the mix isn't there yet, but it's it certainly could. Okay, but it's better than Battery. <laughs> you even have to ask. <laughs> the worst baseball anime ever made. Holy the, shit! The worst. The worst. The the the, the anime that single handedly stopped me from writing weekly series. Because I just got was so angry at it. Battery was so bad it broke Gugsy. It broke couldn't me. Couldn't write it anymore. So battery yep. assaulted you. Yes. Uh, oh God. Oh. Oh, I walked right into that. You totally did. I'm so I'm so mad at myself. Anyway, moving on from Studio Signpost, it's my clueless first friend. This, the ad, the the style of this looks kind of fun. Nishimura Akane is the black sheep in her class, and not a day passes without her classmates picking on her. But Takata Tayo is new, and he has no clue why they would treat her that way. Will his straightforward nature become a ray of sunshine in Nishimura's gloomy days? Let their wholesome story bring you back to the carefree times of your youth. This looks fun. I didn't have any fucking carefree times in my youth. I had a couple. One thing is I... (laughs) God-awful. All right, well, let's bring yeah. it to the care a few times of other people's youth. There you go. Like, it, looks, looks, it looks fun. It looks super cute, but I don't know. The stuff about her classmates always picking on her. That needs, they need to be careful with that. Otherwise, it's, it's going to be kind of mean-spirited. It's a slice-of-life yeah. comedy, so I'm assuming it's not, like, brutal. It's not, like, drive yeah. her to, you know, commit acts of violence kind of bullying. It's, it's not uh, the, the one where the dude's going back and forth in the isekai up above that we just talked about. Yeah. It kind of, the style kind of reminds me of Nichijou a little bit. I can see that. That's a bit of a stretch, but sure. Yeah, yeah it just looks, 
like a, it looks like a fun kind of cute show that might be worth checking out. Uh, this studio is responsible for Kingdom. Uh, oh god, this isn't CGI, is it? I have it's Kingdom no CGI. That's why I can't watch it. Uh, you, Maho Shoujo Ore, which should oh. have been amazing and wasn't. Yeah, that was that was some stuff. Uh, recant. Oh, okay. Sabagebu. Okay, that was good. Yeah. That was uh, actually pretty Beelzebub. funny. Also funny. Uh, the 2009 version of Letter B. Terrible. But I really think that might be okay. a... Uh, Mixed record here. I think Letter B might be a source material problem, at least for me, because like, uh, I've seen Tokyo two versions Ghoul of it, Re. and they both sucked. Tokyo Ghoul Re. Okay, once again, that's not their fault. <laughs> oh, God, this next on. one. Yeah, Tezuka Productions, my home hero. Tetsuo Tosu, an ordinary salaryman, discover his... Oh, Jesus, here we go. Discovers his daughter, Raika, has been physically abused by her boyfriend, Matori Nobuto. Trying to learn more about him, Tetsuo uncovers Matori's scheme to extort money from Raika's wealthy grandparents and finds out that he is a member of a crime syndicate with a history of murdering his former girlfriends. Filled with rage and fear at the thought of Reika being in danger, Tetsuo ends up killing Nobuto, and with the help of his wife, successfully deposes, disposes of the body. Now, as the members of the syndicate begin to question Nobuto's sudden disappearance, Tetsuo and his wife must work together to ensure the safety of their daughter, prevent her from getting involved in the predicament any further. This sounds like a Netflix drama. Yeah, I was going to say, this, is, this is, sounds like an HBO thing. Yeah, heavy. this is way too heavy for my liking. Well, yeah, a little bit. He waxes his girlfriend's boyfriend because he's an abusive asshole, and now a crime syndicate is looking for him. Well, and a and a known murderer. It sounds like an indie movie. Yeah, not not an anime. That's that could be very. I'm not going to watch that, but you know, I feel like that's the kind of thing that might pull awards. It's it's, a, it's an Oscar bait movie, kind of a little bit. I mean, it's heavy. Yeah, that's too heavy for I'll, me. Too. I'll definitely very heavy. You see, this I might I might actually watch this and just to see where it goes. I could definitely see like like adult version of Tokyo Revengers with no time travel or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just really dark. All right, I'll zig. Wait, I'll wait. zig when you guys zag. Eh, you wouldn't be Gugsy otherwise. <laughs> From uh, Studio Gecko, it's My One Hit Kill Sister, which is not a spinoff of Don't You Love Your Mom's Two Hit Kill Attacks or whatever that Oh, was. God, I wish it was. It says Source Others. This might be a video game or something. I don't know. It wasn't me who was the strongest in the other world, but my sister. What? As a result of an accident in the real world, Asahi Ikusaba is transported to another world. He tries to enjoy the world, different world he imagined, but his abilities prove to be the weakest. Just as he's about to be attacked by a vicious monster, Asahi's doting eldest sister, Mayu, comes to his rescue and saves him. Chasing after Asahi's love, Mayu, too, ended up in the same world as him, with the strongest of abilities and cheat skills. The fantasy tale of the strongest eldest sister with a brother complex and the younger brother with the weakest skills begins. <laughs> Holy shit. It sounds um, like something. 
it's tagged crossover. I think that's why it's other. Oh, uh, this is uh, this can't possibly be good. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the the original creator, and pretty much every single thing he's ever done looks like it's older sister loving younger brother stuff. Like this is yeah, th- this is kind of insane that this is the only thing he's actually ever created. The, the, the setup sounds a lot more like a hentai than an actual show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not tagged etchy, though. But you look at that key image, it sure looks etchy. Yeah, right. a lot of boobs on that key image. Sure, sure does. Yep. Right. Hey, Luigi, you want to watch this one? Uh, I might give it a shot. Yeah, me too. You might. I will, if, I will if you will. Famous I last definitely words. will. I don't know. Like this, these are the kind of shows that where you can sometimes find those gems of um so fucking bad that they end up being really, really funny. You're watching this and you're like, I can't believe this exists. Yeah, but not in a bad way, like redo of Healer. Yeah. We don't and so moving on. Yeah, from is a show called Opus Colors, which is original and has absolutely no information, but looks like a male idol show or a boys love show, one or the other. Looks like it might be like maybe art and or detectives, but it's yeah, probably male idols. It says sorts original, so we don't even have like a manga to look up. Right. Uh, C Station is responsible for a bunch of the Eurocamp stuff and mm-hmm. Star Muse, which well, is a like the male thing. idol show. This does look like a male idol show or an Atome game. Right. Uh, All right, so we should probably move on then because we got nothing on it. To uh, I'm a, I'm sad that Doc Kev is not here because this is definitely one of his most favorite things. Oh, on get, Earth. Get, get ready for this one, Rec. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> oh, this is so good. Our friends at Doga Kobo, <laughs> uh, it's Oshinoko, which is a manga that people will not shut the fuck up about. Uh, apparently, it's it's amazing and great and also terrible and twisted at the same time. Hey, now, look at look at the summary, Rec. So let's go through this uh, very fascinating summary. When a pregnant young starlet appears in Goro Amamiya's uh, countryside medical clinic, the doctor takes it upon himself to safely and secretly deliver Ai Hoshino's child so he, she can make a scandal-free return to the stage. But no good deed goes unpunished, and on the eve of her delivery, he finds himself slain at the hands of Ai's deluded stalker and subsequently reborn as Ai's child, Aquamarine Hoshino. You know how that happens. The glitz and glamour of showbiz hide the dark underbelly of the entertainment industry, threatening to dull the shine of his favorite star. Can he help his new mother rise to the top of the charge? And what will he do when unthinkable disaster strikes? So right, right from jump, it's kind of fucked up. And my understanding is that it's amazing, but deeply, deeply fucked up. It is yes. very, very good. So the, the reason... Fucked up. Go ahead. One at a time. The, the reason it's so fucked up is because it's a collaboration between the writer of uh, Kaguya and the artist from Scum's Wish. Oh, Jesus. Like, this This is written by, like, the person who wrote Kaguya. So, like, you know it's going to be good. And it is. Um, I'm a bit behind on the manga, but it is a really good time. And this is being done by Doga Kobo, who are one of my favorite studios. I was going to say it's... I was going to say it's fucked up because it's a, a more realistic depiction of the idol industry, which is super twisted and fucked up. It is yeah, also that, yeah. 
it's kind of weird is, is Doja Kobo, which is this isn't really their wheelhouse. No, every no, so do, often do, they do, do Doja Kobo usually does these cute stuff. Yeah, every so yeah, often they usually they do slice of life girl shows, serious shows, and they tend to be pretty good. Yeah, I'm not saying they can't do it. It's just when I see Doja Kobo, I usually expect a slice of life girls show about a girls club or a group of girls, and they usually do a really good job at it. Yeah. Well, I, this show is, is is obviously at least with a the core group of like our community is extremely hype. I don't know if it's going to break into the larger mainstream because it's kind of dark, but everyone who who ever mentioned the manga to me is obsessed with it. So I'd be very curious to see how this goes. Mm-hmm. Why, why is that shit in her eye though? Doesn't like, why do her eyes have asterisks in them? That's just how her eyes are. Not really. There's no explanation in world. It's a protagonist birthmark. Oh, okay. Doesn't he have like a sister or something? That's yeah. a different one. I think. Oh, I thought he had no, like, I thought she had two kids. They, she, they do. There is two kids. Yeah. Okay. Twins. And like who the stalker actually is, is the, like the core mystery or something like that? Uh, kind of. Yeah. All right. Anyway, it's people are super hyped for it. So maybe check it out. You know, if you like twisted idol shit, which people do. And who doesn't? I mean, oh, yeah. People definitely do. Moving on from C2C, it's Otaku Elf. Here we go. Now we're back in my area. Uh, Takamimi Shrine has an unusual resident, Elda, an ancient elf who's obsessed with video games. The shrine's teenage attendant, Koito Koganai, keeps this reclusive otaku well supplied with energy drinks and junk food. Even though she loves 100%ing her games, Elda has duties to attend to, and Koganai is bound and determined to make his <laughs> this otaku elf fulfill them. It'll just take an offering or two to bribe, we mean convince Elda to put down her new game. All right, I'm down. Shrine Maiden, Elf Otaku, why not? It sounds like it could be pretty good. Reverse isekais tend to be at least funny. Yeah, it's comedy slice of life, so it's just a gag anime, basically. Yep. Uh, yeah, that, that doesn't sound good to me. I just, really, I, I, that I, could I be see, funny. I see them How's repeating the, the same jokes over and over. Well, yeah. Sunny and bright, baby. I don't know. Uh, if, they, if they have to keep doing the same jokes over and over again, that, not for me. You know, Gugs over here like, don't give me the happy elf otaku show. Give me the guy who killed his girlfriend's piece of Hell boy. yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. All right. I'll, speaking of hell yeah, coming up from Wit Studio, it's season two of Ranking of Kings. And our boy oh. Emoji must protect. Our boy. Our boy. Our beautiful God, I love, boy. I love this fucking show. I, I love this fucking like, show. One of the best of all time, maybe. Yeah. I, I loved how it was written. I loved that the, the, how the story kept redeeming characters you thought were villains. I love how it looks. It's so different. Like the storyline and like the, how the, the writing is handled, how the characters are developed, and how it looks are all abnormal for an anime. Like that storybook kind of watercolor look it's got going, and it's amazing. Yeah, and I had have that, to say, like, I, I was going to say it had one of my favorite villains of all time, like the immortal guy with the black ooze. That guy's like a Dark Souls boss. Yeah, actually, though. 
I have to say, sorry to Mix, but this is actually the show of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Mix is no longer my best friend. Cut, cut that out of the pod. Mix, now ranking of kings is my new best friend. Friendship ended with Mix. New hotness, ranking of kings. Yeah. Speaking I'm of new best friends, though. The subtitle is Yuki no Takarabako, which is Treasure Chest of Courage. Ooh. Mm. I feel like Boji's pretty courageous as it is. Maybe it's not for him. Maybe it's for Kage. Mm. Gotta love the show. I'm just I'm so excited it's getting a second season. Um, it should have won all the Crunchyroll Awards instead of the one at one. What a, what a fiasco! That. Well, maybe if maybe if the Crunchyroll Awards were you know real award shows and not total bullshit. Yeah, well, clearly, what we need to do is the NSA yearly awards. We need to has to, you know rent out a hall somewhere and create some fake statues to get some media attention on us. We can do that. Someone yeah. just call Jeff Keeley and we get him involved. Jeffrey, what's up? Yeah, he's on my Rolodex. Yes, I still have a Rolodex. All right, I mean, uh, technically everybody in Anate has a Rolodex. Oh, Jesus Christ. These are getting worse. Oh, pizza or, or rock. Somebody cut that out. Don't allow <laughs> that to stay in. Don't cut that out. Amplify it. Turn it up. All right. So coming up next is it's called Pocket Monsters. I'm not familiar with this franchise. It's a billiard show. I guess it's come out uh, for a while, but anyway, looks like a new dream and adventure set through the Pokemon world unfolds in a brand new Pokemon series following a girl named Rico and a boy named Roy. So this is actually Ash is now the best it's ever been. Because yeah, because no more Ash. He's Ash old, is gone. Bye bye. Although I see Pikachu is still there. Yeah, unfortunately. It's a new Pikachu. His name is Captain Pikachu. He has a hat, so he's the different Pikachu. Yeah, I mean, look how badass he looks. It, it, it is remarkable to me that Ash's run as the eternal 10 year old has now come to an end. It's it's a big thing. Does, does that mean he finally gets to grow up, or does that mean he like turns into Ash and passes on? No, apparently, apparently he's still like I heard uh, the guy is like he's still going to be around like as a ten year old. I was like, dude, let the poor kid get a, like at least become like pre like prepubescent. Let him become an adolescent. Let him grow some pubes. You know, grab Misty and go handle his business. Let the grow poor boy nice, go. Grow a nice fine mustache. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been wanting a mustache forever. Hasn't he got a tan a few times. Yeah, kind of. He kind of got one in in, in Alola. But yeah, so it's a new Pokemon with no Ash. You knew what Alola was, Rick. I know, right? I know more than you think. No, I was watching. Boy, I was watching Pokemon episodes when you weren't born yet. Uh, that's not true because Pokemon came out after I was born. Okay, how old were you in 1997? One years old. Okay, I've been watching Pokemon since you were one years old. Um. This I, I don't hope think the, this I don't new... think the anime came out immediately, but sure, I'll go. We'll go with the timing on that. I remember watching it in high school. So, well, I don't think they had TVs in 1987. We did have TVs, sir. They had three channels, and you had to get up and turn the dial. That sounds fake news. Anyway, new Pokemon, probably new Team Rocket. I'm assuming, or Team Galactic, or Team Elon Musk. 
I'm hoping this is good because um, ever since the X and Y anime, the Pokemon anime has been like really, really good. Um, so I hope they keep that up with this new stuff. Um, if it's keeping to the same uh, as the generation of games it's based on, it's going to be Team Star, actually. Oh, there you go. Uh, I hope that Ash or Brock or someone pops in occasionally, though, just to keep the continuity with the old show. Assuming they will. They have to. I, I'd be very surprised if they didn't. They kept Ash along this round, this long. Do, do you really think they're just going to drop him entirely? Come on. No, I was kind of hoping they'd make him the antagonist. You know, that, that the, the guy that these two are chasing to try to beat. He's the uh, leader of the new bad organization. Yeah, he's Team Star. I want him, just, I want him to become red up on the mountain, you know, waiting for someone to come challenge him. Okay, so moving on to satellite. It's Rokudo's Bad Girls. All right, here we go. Okay, I guess ugly. Razano's not in. Thin. Not in. It kind of looks like Daganropa. No. Okay, <laughs> back of the box quote. Razano, no. Rokudo is a loser, and everyone knows it. He is elected in school. That's got, that's got to be the wrong word. Yeah. Rejected in school, maybe. Receives malicious looks from passersby. It can only muster the courage to complain in secret with his equally unhappy friends. Seeking to change his life, he desperately uses an ancestral artifact transmitted in his family for generations. Transmitted in his family. A scroll that is able to subdue all demons. However, in the modern age, it has a different effect. It causes all bad girls to fall in love with it, or him, I'm assuming. And yes. then things go ballistic when he meets the delinquent beast on a girl's body, Himawari Rana. Hopelessly falls deep for him. This is my favorite synopsis because it's so badly translated. This is very clearly machine translated. Um, elected is probably meant to be picked on. Oh, okay. But this, you know what? This is exactly the translation this series deserves. It is. It kind of sounds funny. It's not. It's bad. It's bad all the way down. Um, I really tried to like it. I gave it a lot longer chance than it than I really should have, and eventually I just couldn't take it anymore. It was awful. It's been mm. over for years. This manga is very old. You didn't like mm. the bad girls falling in love with him? Uh, I didn't like him or any of the bad girls or any of the other characters. This art looks really ugly. It is. It is a very specific choice. Let's move on. Although, it kind of makes sense when he says it's old, because it does look like something from like the mid nineties. Yeah. All right. Coming from JC staff. All right. It's time for sacrificial princess and the king of beasts, the king of beasts and demons. He's covering both, I guess, regularly receives female human sacrifices to eat in order to assert dominance of his people over the human race. However, for the night, like everyone else. Yeah. He door dashes. However, for the 99th sacrifice, the human girl brought to the capital, Seraphie, Intrigues the Beast King. In fact, she isn't afraid of him or any other beast, and even accepts her death without begging or crying, as she has neither home nor family to return to if she were released. The king finds her intriguing and lets her stay at his side as his consort, despite being human. This is the story of how Seraphie will become the queen of demons and beasts. Uh, okay. sounds, like... It sounds like there's a bit of an age gap. Yeah, I was going to say, looking at it, it's, uh... I don't know about consort at that age. The premise... 
It reminds me of like a show that we're going to talk about in two shows. A human yeah. girl going with a beast man. And having this exact same issues as that show has. Yeah, it's That's an ancient magus bride. I we're not there yet. But not... My screen. Don't spoil it. Mm-hmm. I don't have the... Yeah. Okay, well, we'll get to that in a second. Um, it's JCU staff, so it's going to look good, probably. It's an interesting idea. She looks way too young, though. Just way too young. Mm-hmm. Uh, next from PA Works is Skip and Loafer. Uh, that was my nickname in, in high school. Which one? It's College Kids. Holy shit. Loafer. Holy it's shit. It's, co- it's College Kids? Oh my god, it is College Kids. Oh, man. Oh. I love when we get adult characters. This is fun. And it doesn't PA even works involve... on a hot streak, so this is good. Yeah, uh, it... No. High school. It's a... Sorry. Oh, really? Damn. I was so, I was so happy. We so rarely get adult characters that don't involve the death of somebody's daughter and killing her boyfriend. Excellent student Iwakara oh. Mitsumi has always dreamt about leaving her small town and going to a prestigious university and making a positive change. Okay, she's not in college yet. But she's so focused on reaching her goals that she's not prepared for the very different and overwhelming city life that awaits her in a Tokyo high school. Luckily, she makes fast friends with Shima Sosuke, a handsome classmate who is as laid back as she is overprepared. Can this naive country girl make it big in Tokyo with Sosuke by her side? Can, con- good. can the country mouse and the city mouse come together? Can these odd couple work? Probably. No. No? I'm in. This looks great. It's PA I'm, works. I'm in. It's a Love rom-com. It. Let's go. Okay. Zeno doesn't seem to be on board. Nope. Are you uh, familiar well, with the manga? This has, six, this has 69 favorites on Annie list, so obviously it's nice. It's going to be great. Um, I mean, it's PA Works in a, a rom com, so there's like, it has to be like at least a C at the worst. And PA Works hasn't yeah. made a bad show since 2020, so. What'd they make in 2020? Uh, uh, the Day I Became a God. <laughs> that was 70% of a good show. Yeah, but ever since then, it was Uma Musume season two, the Aquatope on the White Sand, your boy Kong Ming, Akihara War. I did not dig Aquatope. Oh, well, you're wrong. Man. Some people really did, though. Some people really did love Aquatope, yeah. Um, so did they Doc, did Made War. Apparently, Buddy Daddy is good. Akiba Made War is the most anime anime ever made. So, if they keep their streak going... This is going to be a good time. Those shows are all wildly different, too. Yeah, right? Like, you can't get two more opposite anime than, than Aquatope and Akiba Made War. Unless, <laughs> you know, you actually involved a man. Well, yeah, but who the hell wants to watch a man? <laughs> anyway, Tengoku Daimaku by Production IG. Ooh. Let me, hold on, let me see if there's an English version of that. They kind of just got a giant eye in the key. It kind of reminds me of Serial Experiments Lane. This gives me Promised Neverland vibes. Heavenly Delusion is the English translation. Within the safety of the walls, youths are raised in a nursery-style setting by robots. While life there may may appear stale on the surface, the children are full of potential and curiosity. In many ways, it's like a slice of heaven. The outside world is a hellscape. 
It is almost entirely void of anything mechanical and is now inhabited by bizarre yet powerful supernatural beings. Maru, with the aid of Kiruko, is out there crisscrossing what was once Tokyo for heaven. But after searching for so long, maybe heaven is more of an untenable dream than a potential reality. Okay, that's not very helpful as a synopsis. No, that is incredibly incoherent. Could be all um, right. It's but like production it's, IG. It's, so. Yeah, it's production IG. It's sci-fi. You got kids being raised by robots. You know, maybe it's like Promised Neverland, but without the second season. It didn't get a second season. Yeah, I'm sorry, Luigi. <laughs> shame about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame yeah, the second season one, never came out. Uh, maybe one day they'll do it. The manga is tagged suggestive, gore, and sexual violence. Oh, dear. Oh, well, God. Oh. It definitely has a vibe going off it of dystopia. So I can see that. It's interesting, though. It's sci-fi, so I'm, I'm kind of interested. It's got some, yeah, it does have some different, like, dystopia... Like uh, fucked up more, stuff happening, kind of vibe. A more literal translation appears to be a journey beyond heaven. Okay, well, I'm definitely watching this at least a few episodes. See where what, what it's laying down. Uh, can you rephrase that, please? To see what it's picking up. That's slightly better. I'll take it. <laughs> all right, coming up next is season two of a fantastic anime that's not problematic at all. It's the Ancient Magus's Bride, mm. season two. Ah, uh, yeah. Where Chise finally goes to Magic High School. Or Magic College, maybe? It's Magic College. Should I read the <laughs> should I read the, the synopsis or can we just say it's Ancient Magus's Bride season two? That's enough. Yeah. I love the first season of this show. So did I. I just, I just can't stand the the main couple. It's just fucking weird, man. It's well, really, it's really creepy. It's really I creepy. It's, I think it's kind of supposed to be. I, like that's the whole I, point I, of, of the way they present the supernatural is that it's it's alien to us because it's so much different than ours. So it's supposed to come off as as unsettling. I don't think that's the kind of creepy. I, he means. No, I know what yeah. he means, but he's wrong. I, I, I'm not wrong here. You're I on wrong you're island. Wrong you built a house on Wrong Island. Just the just the Stockholm syndrome. That's all I have to say. She's a yeah. she's a slave that gets bought. How is that any different from all the all the other ones where she's a slave and has to do all this do all this shit with the, his, her master, who loves her? I'm sure. I'm I, yes, but it's the same thing. Maybe he's not like forcibly ha- having sex with them. Like okay, sure. It's a little more nuanced. I. I, I no, this this show creeps the fuck out of me. Yeah, I don't know. I think this show has the new ones that those other shows lack. I, I will mean, have to rewatch to... the first. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say <laughs> that's a small that's a small bar to clear. Yeah. The animation is just incredible. Yeah, I'll have to rewatch the first I... season before this comes out. You got two weeks. Like the. The, that OVA that they had where like where she was young and she finds that library in the middle of the forest is some of the best animation I've ever seen in my life. It is incredible. I've never watched the OVA, actually. Oh, you should watch that. It's like a prequel when she was a kid. It is amazing. Is that the is that OVA? Is that where we like we got that um that meme or that image or whatever that with the 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 pancakes and like the syrup 
dripping, like really, really well animated. Am I misremembering? It might have been. It might have been. It reminded that might have actually been from the main show. Oh, okay. Did, did you did you draw the hell out of the, some food in that show? All right. Well, you know, most people at this point have a position on ancient mages, Brian. So you're either hype or disgusted. Moving on from Magic Bus. All right, it's the Magic School Bus. And now waiting for all the Zoomers to get on their phones and look up what Magic School Bus is. Hey, I know what that is. I'm thinking of Suit Up, Arnold. Because that was a meme that was going around like last week. We never never did this in my old school. But we have the Aristocrats Otherworldly Adventure. Serving gods who go too far. Sheena Kauzia. Don't. Don't make your, your protagonist named Kazuya anymore, Isekai authors. Just don't. Just move on. Pick another name. Pick Polka. Kazuya and Kazuma. No more. And no more Kazuma's number. Kazuma. Kazuma. Hi, I'm Kazuma. That shit, I don't know why that makes me laugh every single time Konosuba does that joke, but it kills me every time where he just goes, yes, yes I'm Kazuma. It absolutely does. It fucking kills me. Anyway. This is Kazuya, and he's killed protecting a young girl at a convenience store where he just happened to be at the wrong time. The next thing he knows, he's in kind of a world he has only dreamed about. A world of magic and swords, or swords and sorcery, as some people call it. He has been reincarnated as Kane Von Silford. See, that's way better than Kazuya. Uh The third son of an aristocratic family, and he quickly grows interested in many things he sees. Then, on his fifth birthday, he's baptized as a church, according to tradition, and the gods grant him several divine blessings, along with stats that can only be described as un- unusual and extraordinary. In his reincarnated life, when it comes to things like battles, romance, and studying, apparently a little overkill is just right. When he puts in the usual effort to do things punctually and properly, it only gets him in trouble. Those Cain's chaotic life in another world begins. Jesus Christ. Was this oh, written by a computer? This one's, this one's mid, but it's fun. Okay, I can live with mid, but fun, I guess. It just feels like it was written by an AI. Yeah. Yeah, this is... Yeah. I, I mean, there's... The summary's not great, but... It's, we haven't... It's just the same thing we've been seeing for years now. Yeah. We get at least one or two of these every season. And sometimes, you know, this, he has a smartphone. This one at least doesn't have any uh, immediate moral quandaries that I can think of. I was such a low bar. Such a low bar. What are we doing? Enemy was a mistake. It totally was. All right, moving on. Uh, Shin I Animation presents The Dangers in My Heart. Fascinated by murder and all things macabre, Kyotaro daydreams of acting out his twisted fantasies on his unsuspecting class. Jesus Christ, this is a comedy. On his unsuspecting classmates, but an encounter with Anna Yamada the gorgeous class idol, lights a spark in the darkness of his heart. It's a classic tale of an antisocial boy falling for a popular girl, but neither are who they appear to be at first glance. Will Kyotaro and Anna defy expectations of each other and of themselves? This could be good. Yeah, we, I mean, we again, this is another one. We've been getting basically the same version of this for seasons now. I mean, we just had the other one where we like maybe 30 minutes ago don't fact check me on that we had uh, the clueless friend in the thing i think uh the season one of the delayed ones was the one where it's the the friend who's invisible in class and the other one is is interested yeah kubo yeah that was a good show 
That one's great. We've had versions of this for seasons on seasons on seasons. We had uh, Shikimori. Tomozaki-kun. Tomozaki's also fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying it can't be it can't be good. I'm just saying it's a, right. it's kind of a very familiar flavor. Yeah, I mean, Tomozaki had a lot more going murders. on. Being yeah. fascinated by murder is kind of a new twist. Like maybe he's super right? into like murder podcasts and true crime. Maybe he is a murderer. That would make it a very different show. Yeah, that would make it very different. <laughs> That's what the danger in his heart is, is that he wants to kill yeah. people. Then it's just you for on Netflix. If he does turn out to actually be a murderer, someone tell me, and I'll, I'll start watching the show. Okay, uh, next is another version of Idol Masters, Cinderella Girls. Idol Masters, Cinderella Girls, U149, refers to aspiring idols who stand under 149 centimeters tall. Does this mean that it's, like, lo- lollies the whole time? Yeah, it's all Yes, yes, that's what it means. Oh, no. Yes. Moving on. From another from uh, our if if it makes you feel any better, they apparently call won't. out that this time the producer is also that short. Okay. I don't know if that actually makes any difference or not. No. As soon as this podcast is over, I will forget the show exists. <laughs> <laughs> what show? Yeah, move moving on next. Who's who's Rem? Uh also again from our friends at Light In Films. It's the legendary hero is dead, which I'm told is not related to the detective is already dead. No, nothing to do with each other. Impossible. Okay. I don't believe you. You're lying. All right. I like seriously. Have fun with that. We sure it's not like a spinoff. It, it's not. And far to the north of the world lies Hell's Gate, a portal formerly used by the demon lord to invade the human realm. Thanks to the legendary hero, Shin Blade, Shion Bladearts. Thanks to the hero, Edge Mavericks. Name. Wielder of Excalibur and his loyal band of companions, the Gate. Oh my God! Look how long this summary is. I know. Sorry, I go ahead. Now I hate when they do this. They write the whole first episode as a synopsis. The Gate was sealed off, and the demonic threat was vanquished. Unfortunately, the seal was incomplete and has begun to weaken, allowing the demons to once again begin their attack. Worried about the safety of his village, selfish and perverted farmer Toka Scott, I sleep. Scott digs pitfalls to defend against the demons. But fear not, for Shion is on his way to reseal Hell's Gate and save humanity. Or at least he was, because the legendary hero is dead, having fallen into one of the pitfalls to a Kadug. Okay, that's kind of funny. Yep. Luckily, dealing with the dead is a specialty of necromancer Henri Hainsworth. While she can't revive him, Henri can at least salvage their quest by forcing Toka's soul into Shion's rotting body and dragging him along to Hell's Gate in Shion's place. Not wanting to be left behind, Toka's childhood friend Yuna Eunice Tags along. Together, the three of them set out, which might be the most unsuitable party to ever try Yuna to Eunice? Yeah, yes, it's it terrible. This is actually kind of fun. That sounded kind of funny. It's, it's a hilarious premise, and it's so mid and boring to actually read. I was so disappointed. <laughs> That's oh, too bad. Like, the idea that he on. dug holes to try to stop yeah. the demons and the hero fell into one and died is actually pretty funny. Yeah, it's an incredible premise, and it goes entirely to waste. I'm so saddened by this series. I wanted it to be good so desperately, and it just wasn't. Yuna Eunice and Shion Blade Arts. Not even trying anymore, man. No, they're really not. Toka Scott. <laughs> Toka Scott! Oh, my God. No, you, you guys, 
when we get to the next one, click on, click on it because these names are even better. Well, it's called The Marginal Service by Studio 3 Hertz, but there's oh no description. Oh, my. Jesus Christ, those names. Holy shit. names, Requiem. Okay, so the summary with names like this. The marginal service, which everyone's wearing like hard hats and shit, so maybe they're like they have they have guns though. I don't know. Uh, We have Brian Knight Raider, (laughs) Zeno Stokes, Bolt Dexter, Dexter. Robin Timbert, Lyra Timbert, Lyra Candyheart, and Cyrus N. Kuga. This sounds. Where where does the N come from? Why does this guy have an N and nobody? Why has is he the only one who name? has a middle initial? Hold on, I clicked on more. There's also Theodore Thompson and a squirrel named Peck Desmond. There what? we go, Peck Desmond. <laughs> I want to watch this just for the names. Oh, hold um, on, and there's a guy on, named Rubber cast. Suit. Rubber Suit. Rubber Suit. Okay, okay. that's his okay. fucking name. Holy we have shit. no idea what the show is about except that it's got a bunch of dudes and hard hats and guns and they have ridiculous names and I am 100% on board. I'm so in. You know what? I have a feeling this could actually be good. It has Hell yeah. kind of like a, the visual seems really nothing. fun. It's original. It's, and Studio it's 3 an Hertz does, Studio 3 Hertz does pretty good stuff, so They did flip floppers. Peck Desmond. They did I love the they did the the most recent uh, Demon Lord has a part time job. They uh, did Gun Gale online. Princess, no, Prince that was a good. Prince Prince oh, those are all good. Mm-hmm. Heck, yeah. Desmond, main character. Yeah, Red, okay. I, I, I want you, I want you to refer to me for the remainder of this podcast as Bolts Dexter, please. Bolts, okay, Bolts. okay, Bolts. <laughs> this is some wrestling ass names. Like here comes the NWA television champion Zeno Stokes. Oh Jesus! When, right, when I get, I know when I get WWE 2K3, I'm creating a character called Bolts Dexter. I'm <laughs> fucking doing it. Okay, coming up next from Typhoon Graphics. I'm not familiar with the reason why Raylana, Ray, Rayliana, Rayliana ended up at the Duke's mansion after a Ooh. mysterious death. Park Yunha enters the world of a novel. She is revived as a minor character, Rayliana McMillan who is to be poisoned to death by her own betrothed. In order to break up with her dangerous fiancé, she offers a surreptitious deal to the male protagonist of the novel, Noah Winnight, who winds up romantically with other... No, but oh, no, winds she, up. Uh, but, okay, she I was going to say. Up. She winds up romantically with other... I was about to get interesting. With other men that are part of the plan. Noah Winnight... Noah Winnight of inescapable but suspicious charm. Honest Justin Shamal, who loves only one person. Or Adam Taylor, for whom you have a soft spot for no reason whenever you see him. Will Rayliana successfully get out of this crisis and create a new ending for herself? Who will be the one who will join Rayliana in her new ending? I so we're back into Atome. I think this it, manga is really popular. Um, really? If I'm not mistaken, this is actually a manhwa. It's Korean. I've heard I lots say the of names, I've heard lots the names about this. sound of Korean. Like Park Yoon-ha um, is a Korean Park Yoon-ha is for yes. sure a Korean name, yeah. I think Ray Ray Kaze really likes this. I was not that impressed with it. Um, it I've seen a lot of villainous stuff. This doesn't stack up. The, the oh. Villainous and Otome game and all that stuff. This just doesn't. It, it's not in the same ballpark, in my opinion. Oh, well, I mean, shame. adaptations of Manwa have been uh, uneven. Let's say. Uh, 
for what it's worth, this is the studio that did Noblesse back in 2020. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, that that's not that, that's not an endorsement. They did Sengoku Nightblood. Oh, and they did One Room. Okay, this is going to be good. No, it's not. <laughs> is it? No. Yes. Okay. I mean, as long as they can beat Tower of God and and God of High School, nothing can be worse than God of High School. Don't challenge what? them, man. There's still so many good manhwa out there. Why are none of them getting an anime? Why are we getting this crap? I don't know, they make what they and think people so will much, watch. Not so much Rayliana. Rayliana's okay. It's just okay. But, like, why God of High School? Why Tower of God? Ugh. I don't know. Tower of God's it's... fan base is really big. Yeah, I didn't mind Tower of God, actually. Can be wrong. Tower of God was okay. It felt like we got, like, one one-tenth of the of the story. That's because and the, and the wrong character is the main character. Like the blue hair kid is, should be the Correct. main character. And that doesn't ever get fixed to my knowledge. That's a shame. Anyway, next up is Tokyo Mew Mew new season two. It's Mew Mew new new two, two. It's a magical. Have, show. Any, of us, have, have any of us watched? I no, watched. Yeah. I, I watched some episodes of the first season. It suffers from, um, I think they got a whole bunch of like newer voice actresses in Japanese to voice the characters and they are not good. Like you can, it's a, you can tell it's, it's a bit of a budget title, which is a shame because Tokyo is really big, but um, like the art and animation was just kind of meh and the voice acting was not super great. So I never finished it. I I know our good friend, I know our good friend Tenshi likes it. I think. I would suspect it's a combination of uh, A, they didn't want to shell out, and B, either a bunch of the original voice actresses are gone or retired, and or C, um, they probably wanted to just introduce some new talent, given that it's a reboot. I would I would assume, if that was the case, that, that that's a mirror of the original. I, I don't know if this is actually the case, but it would not surprise me at all if the original Tokyo Mew Mew was... Uh, a lot of those voice actresses first work and they're doing that again this time, but I have no idea if that's actually accurate or not. It's just, that would be funny. Yeah. Like if you click on the voice actors on any list, their only credit is Tokyo Mew Mew new. There you go. Um, But more importantly, more importantly, now we reached a forehead on one of them. Uh, uh, Obviously, Kuma 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 Bear Season 2 is the hype show of the season. But right behind it, ladies and gentlemen, Tony Kawa, Over the Moon for You, Season 2. Yes, yes, yes. Hook it to my fucking veins. Give it oh, to me now. Oh, yeah. I hope we get another banger of an OP. Oh, yeah, the OP was amazing. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I hadn't actually read the manga of this when the first season launched. Um, because the previous manga by the same author, I hated. I couldn't stand it. Oh, this one is so good. It is. I've since read the manga, and it is amazing. I've seen a few chapters of the manga. I actually looked it up a little bit, because I wanted to see if it was as good as the anime, and it really is. It is. It's amazing. As there was a whole like couple pages of uh, of her explaining to him how the MCU works, and <laughs> that made me laugh really hard. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it kept the good parts of Hayate. Like, the Specifically, it it doesn't go 
anywhere near as hard on the the random ass references, but when it does pull them up, it uses them correctly. What I, I what I want it. to know, what I want to know is, are we going to keep getting some more hints of that supernatural stuff? Because we got whiffs of it in the, yes. the season one, but never really got into it. Yes. Well, I know. In, I know. In the latter parts of the manga, they give the whole backstory or something like that. I think. Yeah, she's basically okay. a princess Kaguya. We all. I mean, it's pretty obvious. They've been hitting at it the whole time. But the I, all I care about is I want more of the like they're the cutest fucking couple ever, mm-hmm. and I just want them watch them be cute together. That's all and I need. Raw dogging, of course, and raw, raw dog, dog possibly. Yes, yeah. <laughs> give us give us some hardcore raw dog action. Is that I still can't my, believe the, I still cannot believe that that was people's fucking complaint about the show. Why aren't they fucking? I'm like, it's that's what it's about. For God's sake. <laughs> Go watch I think that's up. where my my pin my pin joke came from. This is that we were talking about season one of this show. We yeah, were, this, yeah. This is exactly what we're talking about. Anyway, cutest rom com ever. Go watch it. Moving on from Synergy SP, okay, to Cute Crisis. Invading, invading. God, this is just a whole season for crazy names. Invading alien Lisa Luna wants nothing more than to destroy planet Earth after she gets in a little sightseeing. But her travels soon take her into a cat cafe where the furry felines inside invade her heart just as surely as Lisa invaded Earth. Destroying the world won't be as easy now that she's discovered the joy of kitty cats. I am 100% behind this. Cats are adorable and the best things on Earth. The studio has a very mixed record. Um, They're behind uh, Kakono Inazuke, which uh, was the cuckoo's one. Oh, Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, as well yeah. As, uh, Taisho Otome Otogi Banashi, which was uh, a great manga. Another super adorable couple. Wait, is that um, Tosho? Was that a Tome fairy tale? Yes. Okay, that was a great show. Taisho Otome fairy tale, yes. I love that um, show. Battle Five Seconds After Meeting. They that did was okay. the, the Eighth Sun? Are you kidding me? Yeah. That show that was one. mid as fuck. That show well, that's sucked, because the, yeah. the source material was mid as fuck. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing much of anything. for this show sounds pretty good. Stuff before that. Yeah, they they did several series of Beyblades. There you go. Mm-hmm. They did Cross Game. They did. Speaking of, yeah, well, it was a show about cats, so I'm 100 in. Like, I wouldn't blow up the earth if I met a cat either. That's why Requiem bought those got those cats a couple months ago. Yeah, I love my cats. Alien insurance. Yeah. Yeah, it's to protect me against aliens. Okay, next up is Choso Chu, Great Mission. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that. I don't know. Uh, source Other. That's always a red flag. Oh, boy. The time is, and there's no studio ne- ne- next to it, which is also a red flag. The time is a future where humans have moved the residents to the moon in the lunar colony. A game has become very popular. The name of the game is Run for the Money. It's an entertainment survival game in which fugitives are released into a limited area. And if they can escape from the pursuing android hunters, it's a t- so it's the it's the running man. It's the running man in anime. Mm-hmm. They can escape from the pursuing android hunters until the time counts down to zero. They can win a large prize. Some dream of getting rich. Others challenge themselves to test their strength and run for the money. Requiem, is this where I tell you I've never watched the Running Man? No, because if you tell me that, it'll break my heart, and I'll never trust you again. Yeah, okay, I won't tell you that then. Yeah, yeah. Um, good thing you didn't tell him. Have you seriously yeah. not fucking seen the Running Man? No. 
Okay, well, I need to send you a copy. Um, one of the characters listed here as a, as one of the mains, not the main, but listed in the main section, Maurice Shoemaker. Oh, that's a powerful yeah. name. We're getting oh, great he's names. a powerful yeah. name. You should see his fucking picture. Yeah. Oh, look at this guy. I mean, okay. it's not Bolt's Dexter or Polka, but it's pretty up there. This dude, like, jumped straight out of St. Seiya to run for the money. I said the running man, but I'm pretty sure this is more based on that Korean game show, which is literally people like hunters chasing contestants through a city to try to catch them, and they get more money the longer they stay alive. It's on Netflix. Um, for what it's worth, apparently the the English name of it is Run for Money, the Great Mission. Yeah, I think it's a, I think that's a reality show that actually exists called Run for the Money. So they they made an anime version of it. Um, the director is mostly famous for like Digimon and Precure stuff. Uh, nice if you're pretty curious. It shows uh, Gengar no Kitaro. Oh, uh, I love that show. Zatch Bell. That's not a. That is not a kid show. It looks like one, but it isn't. What show? Bell. Gengar no Kitaro. That's not a kid. Show. It's like a horror no, show. No, it's not. But oh. it's it's not a kid show. Uh, Zatch Bell. Love Zatch Bell. Uh. Several seasons of Digimon. Uh, he's been episode director and whatnot on a few times over at One Piece. Yeah, who hasn't though? Right. Like, I, like I directed two episodes a few years ago. Yeah, I bet I know which two those were. Okay, let's move on. Ooh, it's Lurch, everybody. We have Lurch. We're in the home. We're in the home stretch now. We're in the home stretch. We got Lurch Alert. It's World Die Star. Source other. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The story is set in a world after Die Star stage performers exploded in world popularity in the 20th century. 16-year-old Kokona Otori follows her dream of becoming a world Die Star by auditioning for the serious theatrical troupe. All right. This seems, this, this, is like, this seems like Kikaki Shoujo, but bad. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that that it's source other because it's probably a mixed media project and I'm sure there's an actual theatrical troupe along with this. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mixed that's media. for sure. Yeah. Just death. Which means that this is going to be a low effort as yep. low effort as possible. So no, thank you. On the other right. hand, moving on to good. And next Madhouse. up, um, yeah, it's our friends at Madhouse. So, you know, it's going to be decent at least it's, uh, well, the English translation is, my level 999 love for Yamada-kun. Doesn't involve witches, though, I don't think. No. Recently dumped Akane is just about to quit the game she used to play with her boyfriend when she meets Yamada in the same RPG. Yamada in real life turns out to be someone of a legend. The only problem is he is only interested in the game. As Akane's feelings grow, will Yamada's focus stay on the game? That sounds like it could be This good. manga is actually really adorable. I love it. He kind of looks like Dress Up Darling. Similar vibes. Uh, like, like visually, that's all I'm saying. Uh, a little bit. Um, it's, it's more kind of a reverse of that this time in that uh, the, the dude is the otaku and she's kind of just barely on the fringes of it, having you know been brought into this game by her previous boyfriend. But she gets more and more into games as she interacts with him and more and more <laughs> into him. But it's really cute. Yeah, yeah. I'm o- I'm always down for a cute romance. Yeah, this and sounds good. House. 
I feel like we've I feel like we've seen this kind of thing though, like where they meet in a game and one of them like is way too into the game. Haven't we done this a couple times? Well, there's a well, yeah, there was the were shit. Well, <laughs> there was the one. What is it? She like quits her job and joins an RPG, and she turns into an otaku and meets a guy. What is it called? Recovery of MMO Junkie. Yeah, that's the one. And Wasn't that, that author? Was, we found out bad weird. things about that author. I believe Did, so. Yes, which uh, for a lot of people na- that read it came as a surprise. Uh, that happened with so many authors now, though. Yeah. Did the author do a bad? Let me look it up. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. I mean, like, he's an author. I, he did a bad. I'm still really, really upset about Rurouni Kenshin's author because I love that show so much. Recovery of an MMO junkie director under fire for anti-Semitic tweets. Oh. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, yep. Christ. Yep. Leave the Jews alone. Yes, please. All right. Anyways. They'll shoot their Jewish death laser at you. Right, moving on. Okay, so the next one, the title in the synopsis. I had a Jewish death laser for every time I've been accused of having a Jewish death laser. There would be nothing but a, a scarred hellscape outside our windows. You're damn right there would. Uh, the the name and the synopsis of this in-depth show sound yeah, great, yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's done by Passion, which, or Passion, I don't know how to pronounce it. I fucking hate that studio because they ruined the fourth high season school, of High School DxD. They DxD. ruined High School DxD. I will never forgive uh, them for that. They also did Love Flops. I know, which rebuilt their reputation a little bit, but like, I'm never going to forgive them for DxD season uh, four. Miracle. Miracle I actually sucked. liked it. I liked that show. You're wrong. All right, so this one is called Yuri is My Job. Hime gets... (laughs) (laughs) Hime is my passion. When Hime is your job, you never work a day in your life. Hime gets roped into working at a weird cafe where the waitresses pretend to be students at an all-girl boarding school. She's strangely taken with her partner, Mitsuki, who's so kind to her in front of the customers. There's just one problem. Mitsuki really can't stand her. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm no. aboard. This I'm, I'm, that that sounds one. like a problem. That sounds like a problem, though. I'm sorry. That, 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 that sounds like the worst unrepentant Sundere. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a Yuri Cafe, though. I'm so I'm 100 there. Day one, 17 days get, and 17 hours. I'll be there. I, I get all the Yuri Cafe I need from like a third of Blend S. Oh yeah, that's true. I get it from Is the Order a Rabbit? I get it from uh, Princess's Magical Revolution. <laughs> What's wrong with us? Yeah, we're, we're very Lots broken of things. people. We're deeply, deeply broken people. Mm-hmm. This is why we get together and do this. Like, you say what's wrong with us, and I just point vaguely at the entirety of the Golden Slane Awards. Yep. All right, so uh, scrolling down to movies. Are there any movies anybody's interested in? We got something called Caller X Malice. That seems very odd. It's by Dean. There's I'm a psychopath sure movie. A, I'm pretty there sure is a psychopath X Malice movie. was a series. Yeah, it says something about a young police officer. It's weird because it's written in the second person. It says, yeah. you become the target of an attack and have a poisonous collar attached to your neck. Can you save Shinjuku? It's very odd to have me written a second person like that. Oh, oh, we got to scroll down to the bottom of the OVAs, Gugsy. Yeah, I, I was gonna get, I was gonna get to that, but 
just sticking to the movie section for a minute, the only thing I wanted to note is that Princess Princess Principal is releasing the third of six movie sequels to the oh TV series. Yeah, like, yeah wow. they announced that, and I guess yeah. they're actually going to do it. They're on number three. All right, well, all right. Six I did like sequels. Princess Principal. Jesus. I, I, Every time this comes up, we have this same discussion. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? It yeah, never another, gets any less what the fuck. So we have a, see you next time. There's three more. <laughs> and they're probably doing them. I mean, someone's watching them, but they stop making them. Right. Uh, we got another Detective yeah. Conan movie slash Case Closed. Psychopath yeah, is very interesting. I'm interested that it's coming back. Going going down to the OVAs though. Uh, yep, yeah, down to the OVAs. We, 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 we've got we've got. We, I thought it was Ranking of Kings. No, we've got the the show of the season. Uma Musume season. Uma Musume. Yeah, why is that in OVAs? That this, I don't know. This isn't this isn't uh, season it's three. Not the main story. Oh, okay. Yeah, this it's isn't season three. Group. It's a spinoff. Oh, it's OVA, not season whatever. three? No, because no, they announced no. season three, and season three is starring the girls at the end of season two. The kids. Ah, uh, I see, I see, I see. Kita's on okay. black, and the other one. Who depicting TM Opera O, Admire Vega, Narita Top Road, and others. Yep. The names are great, still. Yep. Hell yeah. I hope we get Ad- this in... Um, like I hope Crunchyroll gets it or whatever. Yeah, you, should, uh, you were uh, saying we day one. Got, I'm day one for this, baby. Let's go. We've also got an a two episode OVA of Azure Lane, um, specifically a spinoff focusing on the Royal Navy, which, from what I know of it, is a comedy. I never got into this particular spinoff. Yeah, we but also like have an unaired of- episode of Origaru for some reason. Yeah, it'll probably just be a bonus thing it says unaired episode bundled with a limited edition version of the game demo okay what the heck yeah and then there's a neptunia ova which some people will be really excited for i also have to point out that um niji yon animation is a chibi three minute short spinoff of love live niji gasaki which is definitively the worst love live and um, these OVAs, oh, shit, could, shots fired. these OVAs could be good, but the, for some reason they animated them in 3D CG, Ooh. and they are not good. That's a mis- That's a mistake. Uh, uh, okay. All right, so that's the end of the list. So now we just do a quick recap and go through. So tell me, uh, yeah, tell me how you feel about the season overall and which shows you're specifically looking out for. Why don't you go first, right, Zeno? Uh, there's actually significantly less hype shows for me this season than last season. Last season was packed to the gills for me. Um, I've got uh, got a cheat in the other world, uh, explosions, Kuma. Um, I guess I'll watch Otherworldly Aristocrat. It, it, and then we've got Tonikawa and Yamada-kun. And, like, of those, I'll probably only stick with two or three, as usual, if that. Okay. So how about you, Bolts Dexter? Bolts Dexter, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> see, this this is hilarious because I'm actually the opposite of rights. I actually didn't end up finishing any anime last season, and this one is actually looking way better for me. Uh, I mean, there, there's, there's... Instead of having just zero, just I'm not watching any shows this season there's like there's good like five to ten that i i'm 
I'm way into. Like, let's 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 go through. And you know, there's Konosuba explosions we just talked about. Mix for sure. I'm definitely going to ch- check out this home hero. You know, <laughs> see what the heck is going on Jesus. over here. Who got over then that this idol one? Just yeah, what the hell is going on in that King's ranking for sure? Um, I'll try the PA work show, and then this other that other that weird one with the uh, the the robots and kids are whatever. I don't know. That, that oh, might yeah, be Big cool. Brother's watching. Yeah, and then Tony Kawa for sure. And they, they, yeah, all of these are like for sure, for sure. I'm I'm going to be watching. This is a much better season than last season for me. Okay. What about you, Luigi? Uh, I will be watching Chibi Godzilla. And <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Chibi I think Godzilla. this would, this should be a good season for me from Demon Slayer, Eden Zero, uh, Isekai Smartphone, uh, Kuma. God, God damn it, Luigi. <laughs> Just an entire list of the most basic crap. But also uh, like Oshi- but also like Oshinoko, and I'll probably check out the new Pokemon. Um, the PA Works show looks real good. Ancient Magus Bride, uh, Tony Kawa, of course. The Uma Musume OVA when it gets brought oh, over here, yeah. so it'll be a good season. There'll be enough to get me by, and of course, Yuri is my job. Yep, not the show, just that's just a statement. It feels like a more well-rounded season than last time. Instead of peaks and valleys like we got last season, I think this is like a lot of stuff in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a lot of sequels to stuff I love in here. Like there's Kuma Kuma uh-huh. Kuma Bear, also known as Kuma Cube, and Tonikawa, obviously. The best stuff are sequels. Yeah, there's, there's some great sequels in here, but there's also stuff I'm really, really... Like there's a bunch of isekai trash that I love. There's also stuff I'm intrigued by. Like I'm desperate to find out what the marginal service and Bolt's Dexter yep. and Brian Knight Rider are actually about. The uh, production IG show Robert that's Steve. like Big Brother and kids in a sci-fi robot nursery. I'm fascinated to see where that goes. Um, I kind of want to see if Rokoto's Bad Girls is as bad as <laughs> Ray made it out to be. It is. And uh, Hell's Paradise really intrigues me. I'm interested to see where that concept goes. So. I think there's a good there's a good mix of like sequels that I know are going to be good, stuff I know is going to be bad, but I'm going to watch anyway, and stuff that I'm really interested to see which way it goes. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a pretty good season. I think we got a good balanced season here. Yeah. Anybody have any final thoughts before we go? No, it sounds like a good mistake. And I mean, it was a mistake. Uh, this is also the season for good names. I think we've got one of the best name seasons. Yeah, I could yeah. Ever like, it's it's a good season for great names and a good season for terrible names all at the same time. Holy shit! Sometimes, sometimes at the same time. Yeah. Sean Blade yeah. Arts goes up against Bolts Dexter and Polka. Yuna Eunice. Yuna Eunice. Jesus Christ. Uh, whatever the first name was, Scott. Yeah, Toka Scott. Yeah, Toka that Scott. One. For God's sake. Christ. Try harder, Japan. All right, so thank you for joining us on this preview. Uh, please make sure to go check out lots of anime and wait a few weeks. And whenever Luigi gets around to it, he'll put together our collab articles. So you're suggesting some shows to watch, assuming everyone turns their pieces in on time. Yeah, hey, whenever we turn our pieces in on time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so I want to thank you all for joining me uh, this week. I have been joined by Wright Zeno, mm-hmm. the Mama Luigi. 
Bye. And Bolts Dexter. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you. And until next time, remember, Toka Scott. Thank you.